What are you into, Justin? I'm just into geeks. <laughs> you don't get to do that. <laughs> oh, don't even say it. That was such a good start. You're just gonna so ready. Leave, you're gonna leave a pause and just just be dead silence. Geeks! geeks, geeks, geeks. Hello and welcome to Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast, recorded in this room. I'm your host Al White. I don't like fake milks. I once ate a whole jar of English mustard to impress a girl, and inspired by last week's National Siblings Day, I'm now lobbying for a National Loner Day. Because I'm an only child. That only just... child. <laughs> that, that day just made me cry. Joining me today for a very special podcast, Amazing Grace, Nate Hurts. He has risen from the dead. <laughs> He's alive. Uh, uh. So for the last... Regular listeners may remember a couple of weeks ago we declared Nate dead. Um, and last week we had funeral arrangements. So we were, we were yeah. getting... I ordered a wreath. Mm-hmm. Amazon did priority delivery on it. Yeah. Don't you wait two weeks before you rise? Yes. <laughs> nah, he, he's well, he's only, sort of, he's only sort of with us. I had We're booked the catering. Actually, Katie was going to do the catering uh, for the uh, wedding. You, know, you didn't stray far. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> We're kind of just weekend at Bernie-ing's. Ah, him, at Bernie-ing's, yes. Bernie-ing's, him. <laughs> also with me today, um, the whistleblower, Alexander Chard. Well, I like how you brought that back for the mic. You don't want to hurt <laughs> peak levels. Uh, Warhorse, Justin Maraconda. Wait, did we do it at the same time? I, think we did. I, I was going, woo, like, yeah, because I thought I made that sound, but then I was like, wait, that didn't come out of my mouth. I haven't even got through introducing everybody. Right? <laughs> Let's right. just... Okay. So, uh, so our last podcast was two and a half hours long. We need to reel this back a little bit. Sorry. And a very awful. special guest today, the other bullying girl, Crystal Cooper. Woo! Hey, noise it's like a sergeant star destroyer just like powering down uh hey crystal hi how are you doing thank you so much for joining us no thank you for having me so uh yeah if people aren't watching the podcast that's great uh but you can go to youtube type in we are tesla it will pop up subscribe to us and then you can see us and crystal on your cool wolverine x-men t-shirt yeah. oh, you got cyclops and storm on there too yes oh it's the ones that yeah yeah the good one i love that theme tune for that one it's awesome uh crystal for people who don't know who you are do you want to explain a little bit? We're going to do your five things in a minute. Just okay, like explain a little bit fine. who you are yeah, yeah. and like why you're here. Um, I am an actress. Uh, my name is Crystal Cooper. Um, I have done quite a few uh, national commercials and body doubling. And um, yeah, I'm basically like Hollywood's bikini model. Uh, and I, me too. You two are the There you go. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm one of them, I, I guess. Um, and then uh, I was the body for Laura Croft for. Um, what? what? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. So my they scanned my body right for um, the most recent video game. So that was super exciting for me. And I've been kind of on a high ever since it's happened, even though it was like three years ago. But it <laughs> 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 takes them so long to animate my body. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you met Alex at a casting. Yeah, yeah, we we went to a Dunkin' Donuts casting. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> was it at age? Nice. Yeah. It was at age. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, because uh, no, I, <laughs> I think it might have gone. Was it roller skates? 
No, no. We, uh, we were going snowboarding, I think. This yes, oh. yeah. And before we got in the, in the van to go to the mountains, I brought a little donuts to the party. <laughs> hey. And that's I just like you. That's what you would yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. And I said, hey, Chris, do you want a donut? And uh, no, fuck off. <laughs> I'm here with my boyfriend. This is all <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. I'm like super obsessed with Dunkin' Donuts. Like weirdly obsessed with Dunkin' that's Donuts. In real so, life or yes, in... in real life. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever had a Dunkin' Donut. It's not about I've the donuts. I've never had a Dunkin' Donuts. coffee? It's the coffee. The heard. coffee is divine. Yeah. All right. Gotta try yeah. that. Allison's standing right behind. She's just nodding. <laughs> yep. It's a bad I, I, gotta, I gotta, I gotta dispute that shit. That coffee's watery as fuck. Uh, no, no. I'm well, fine. I mean, if you're doing it at home I'm yourself, sorry, I don't mean to assault the guests here, but that coffee is watery. <laughs> entire, and I wanted that. This entire spot. podcast. At least come. it's not burnt like Starbucks. Ooh. Oh, hey, Shots defend, have been fired. I don't defend Starbucks. I do not defend their. Coffee. Um, I'm a, I'm a personal, you know, tea guy, so. <laughs> So yeah, can I just add that uh, while we were waiting to go in for our for our uh, casting, uh, I think we started talking about things that you get asked in auditions. Yeah. Um, and Crystal told me that was it like the guy before you at the previous yeah. the first audition had talked about video games. And yeah. You were like, well, actually, and she dropped the Tomb Raider bomb yeah and i lost my mind and <laughs> i started did. asking all these questions then i was like hey i'm on a podcast you want to join the podcast i can ask you these questions wait maybe i should save these questions so we can ask you on the podcast yeah, i don't want to give it all away i don't even know if you get a card good i get your card like this is legit i really have a podcast and here we are yeah uh, here we are sound like a crazy person yeah, was uh, just a little bit. No. Yeah, I'm actually, yeah, if someone, if he came up to me and was like, I, I got a podcast, I'd be like, yeah, I don't want any part of that. Would it be, what if I was like, you are the number one bikini model in Hollywood, get on the podcast. Would it be fair? To be fair, were you, because you told, you came out and you told me about this. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Let's invite her on the podcast. And then it took us a while to get around it. You sent an email. You never replied to it. It was like a I fucking am. month ago, lady. And you're here now and you're in public. What do you have to say? Shame. Uh, I am terrible no all right i'll take that uh, you should have contacted me on twitter i'm very yeah quick. you should have gone on I'm instagram should have gone through instagram man the old instagram technique yeah um Inside so crystal track, so yes yeah, so you uh do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience then as um what they did like how they tired you what oh it was my like gosh well uh standing it's, still on it's spinning wheels so many weird stories to be honest um it was a really long process for um, the auditions. We went in several times and did different poses. And, um, you know, I just kept talking about how much I was a fan of the character and her development and just just who she was as a person, such a strong but yet feminine person. And that's kind of who I embody as a normal human being. <laughs> um, and so that was something that they, like, really stuck with is that, I, I was so excited about working for the project. Um, it was three weeks, you know, of auditioning. And then finally, when they called me and said that I had booked the job, they said, <laughs> they said that they liked my wrinkle ratio, <laughs> which I thought was so interesting. And I was like, wait, what does that mean? Um, and they said, well, most models your age have gotten Botox by now, so they can't move their faces in certain <laughs> directions. So we get Laura's actual like life experience that she's gone through. So I thought that was really interesting and I didn't know Terrifying how to take it. 
as a compliment or not, but I, I, I mean, I booked the job, so I guess it was a compliment. You can show expressions. Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. they weren't like, I can move my face. They, and also, Yay. they weren't like, we booked you because you're really wrinkly. <laughs> they liked the ratio, which yeah. is like right. small wrinkle to right. larger face area. Right. There yeah. we go. That yeah, is yes. the ratio of wrinkles to face, correct? Yeah. <laughs> you have expressions. But and they you know, yeah. I'm like, oh, you're right. so it's good for like geometry. expressing. Yeah. Yeah. But they just went for it. Yeah. These are yeah. honest, you know, start off with yeah. honesty. It was, it was build wonderful. Empire. So what was the actual um, process then? Like when you get in there, like what do you have to do? I mean, it was literally just posing for three weeks straight. We went in. Three weeks? Yes. Now, are you in one of those full body suits with all the, the f- um, things on them? Not Sorry, for. A terrible description. No. Full body. <laughs> not, yeah, whatever. Not in the motion capture suit. That's um, what I mean. During, during the audition process. Uh, we just went in and put on different outfits um they had like five or six different outfits that they wanted uh, body scans of and so we did that and then um like several times and call back and call back and call back and um and then yeah then they booked us and then we did uh I did do the mocap suit but it wasn't for uh, they used Camille Luddington instead of me for that so um which she has a bigger following, so that's fine. <laughs> but um, let's get her. <laughs> yeah, that's it was fine. really interesting. And then even I think the best part of it was when we shot it. Um, they put like all the dirt and like mud and everything on it. Really? And when <laughs> they were like, "Oh yeah, well we have a shower if you want to like wash all this off," I'm like, "No, I'm going out like this. I want. <laughs> like, <laughs> nice. I just want to show the world what I just did." Yeah. So I like went home and took a couple pictures of myself in the mirror and <laughs> it was awesome. really it was awesome and like we just, just kind of shower <laughs> so like dang it it's a cool shower we installed it's got three power settings Fuck yeah, like, we can show yeah. you new shower heads yeah so and, and so your work then was just consisted of them taking photographs of you the whole time or what, or um yeah so so we would um i would stand on a platform which uh slowly rotated around in a circle i'm saying slowly because it took about 10 minutes per um, rotation and i'd have to hold the pose for that amount of time and like one leg up in the air and like you know whatever and while they slowly put like a um laser light show on me (laughs) basically yeah it was literally like every single inch of my body was covered in a laser light show and i had to hold the pose and then they would rotate me around so interesting yeah this is like it's like something you use with connect isn't it because it projects like these laser dots out so it can scan but way more sophisticated yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, so nice. it was really fun. Um, very, probably one of the hardest shoots because of holding the pose yeah, for okay, that amount what of happened, time. What happened, like, what, did you have points where you just, I can't literally oh, no. hold this? Nope. She's, she's, a prof- she's a professional, man. <laughs> professional poser. Did you, uh, I try did you as hard as I can. with the bow and arrow? Um, not with the bow and arrow, but it was basically like Pretend. as if I was holding Ooh, it. Nice. Yeah, cool. Nice. Um, no, we didn't have props in it, which I thought was very strange. That is interesting. Right, I just wanted a clean mm-hmm. slate. Yeah. 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 Did he, did Head he, to toe. <laughs> did they give much direction for this stuff? Or was it really Oh, yeah. Just not, yeah. There was specific poses and, like, every inch of where, like, my hand had to be f- six inches from my thigh. And right. I had to, like, specifically hold a pose exactly the way they needed me to. So, wow. yeah. 
it was it was pretty interesting cool so wow. did it make you because you're saying like you do uh mostly you know regular acting I don't right know, i'll still call it comment, but well, did it make you want to do more mocap stuff or? absolutely yeah. i am so excited actually um one of the people that works with the tomb raider has moved on to another project and he had said that hopefully in the future we'll be working together so awesome we'll see i Ooh. i would love to do more mocap i i just i just want to work <laughs> i'm just <laughs> happy to work i just want everything um one thing that i'm like really big on is like just growing as a person and doing things that are outside of comfort zones so mm. um so that's why you're, why you're here now or absolutely <laughs> <laughs> definitely i definitely am here for that yeah anything new is fun I think it's right. adventure. Adventure, exactly. Yeah, we've been talking about like, mocap um, <laughs> a little bit the last few weeks because yeah, one of our friends, Janu, was just here. Like she went from audition and that was her first mocap experience. And then right. we're just working with a mocap um, company down the road to do some casting for us for a film and stuff. So we're getting more of an idea of what that world is. Yeah, yeah. it's just really interesting. I've always known about it from a you know fan of games and right. watching making ofs, but to really kind of. Yeah, learn about minutia stuff like that that you'd never yeah. really see in a making of because they don't want to show people someone has to stay like yeah. 10 minutes as we rotate them on a pizza. Um, and then, yeah, stuff Shannon was saying about, you know, how you interpret acting differently with physicality right. and a little bit more, you know, body movement because all the facial details aren't there necessarily quite right. as, as much. So you have to do a bit of theater acting rather mm -hmm. than film acting and stuff. Right. It's really interesting. Yeah. I think... So Very how, how did you feel? Did you, you did you play the game right away when it came out? I did. They actually delivered it to me. Oh, um, nice. I got nice. a figurine. I got oh, a necklace. Geez. I got a journal um, and the game, obviously. And um, yeah, it was right away. I couldn't wait. Just well, nice. I want, Wait, I want my nephew question. won't play the game, by the way. He's very uncomfortable. I have a serious question. You want to go oh, first? Sorry. Yeah, maybe we should finish on the serious one. Okay. I... Um, when you look at the figurine, does it bring back painful memories of that particular pose? <laughs> is, it <laughs> pose? <laughs> is it just one leg up? <laughs> um, no, you know what? It was such a great experience to be a part of it that um, I literally couldn't wait to... I, I think even doing the poses wasn't the hardest part about it. It was holding my big fat mouth from telling everyone that I was a part uh, of yeah, this yeah. like legacy. So, yeah. I think... This yeah, sorry. Okay. I just want to know when they gave you a copy of the game, what format did they give you? you <laughs> well, it's the Xbox One oh, only. That was a quick answer. Yeah. <laughs> I have one last question. Yeah. So, like, while you were playing the game, did you were like recognize yourself, kind of? Were you like, it's I kind so, of like know that movement that I did? Oh yeah, absolutely. They like um, released a bunch of photos of certain things, um, and it was really weird because um, I actually thought some of the stuff that they had sent me were was me and it was actually Camille Ludington or um oh, yeah one of the other um people that they they scanned so it was really strange to see parts of my body that I thought were mine that weren't <laughs> yeah it was really kind crazy. of crazy but can they do stuff so, so like if they scan your body yeah just matching it with other movements anyway so it can be bits where it's kind of right both, yeah. So stuff. yeah so yeah. you guys are chimeras essentially yeah uh, piece together you guys don't know what chimeras are like, <laughs> yeah, well yeah, and the crazy you know, thing is things. is yeah. they actually yeah. i signed a waiver for my scan throughout all of the universe so if they release something in mars they can use that image 
Huh. Yeah. So I've that was very strange. Those contracts are crazy. Oh my gosh. Like I was says, looking at it yeah, and I was it like, says like we can use it all throughout the universe. Yeah. I've signed contracts like that. Yeah. And you're like, and it's like that's yeah. ridiculous. Well, I don't I want to send it to at least know. give me an extra hundred bucks for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on. For all of time and eternity and throughout the universe. Okay, sure. Let me just give that yeah, to you. Yeah, totally. That pose looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal. At the beginning, uh, when we get a new guest in, we like to ask them uh, if they can name five things about themselves that let our listeners understand who they are and, you know, if they relate to them in any way. It right. can be anything you want, as specific as you want, as vague as you want. Well, there's actually quite a plethora of things that I think... Um, you get five. But I like the word plethora, so I'll give you mm. six. Okay. What? Only six? Okay. Why do you like that um, word? Well, first of all, I am an extreme tomboy. Uh, I walk around in my Doc Martens. I, I, a lot of, one of my favorite sayings is I can do anything a boy can do and I'll do it in heels. And but you're in Doc Martens. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in, in Doc Martens right <laughs> now. But yeah, like uh, I used to work for the New York Mets. Hmm. So it was really funny on the field. I mean, minus the players that played for the New York Mets. Uh, we used to have to throw t-shirts into the stadium, into the stands and I could outthrow all the boys. And it's something that I'm very proud of. I'm definitely like, I, I like when people don't underestimate me. And, you know, if there's something heavy, a man tries to grab it out of my hands that I no, I'm very much capable of doing everything a man can do. Okay. So. Oh, oh, no, it's on. Dude, have you seen? Oh. Have you seen my man arms? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good man swing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. So that's one one of my biggest things is I'm a, an extreme tomboy from going from my hair, which I chopped off about four years ago um, because all I was doing was bikini stuff, and I didn't f- really feel like. LA was taking me seriously and I mm-hmm. wanted to be more than just the body. Um, I like to so. feel I'm the opposite. I like to feel I can do everything that a girl does. <laughs> <laughs> Other than give birth because I don't think that's possible. Oh, dude. I just... Have you not seen uh, Junior? Try guys. I have seen Junior. <laughs> yeah. So and basketball. the Try Guys. Have I you seen? seen oh my gosh. They like strap stuff to their bellies. Uh, yeah, and to, get... to replicate the feeling of childbirth. Yeah. yeah like does it really though? <laughs> really? It's just like yes. Not to just... Yeah. Quivery. <laughs> yeah. And then I need to get a baby afterwards. Is that how they have to adopt? <laughs> you want yeah. to adopt? Wear this for eight months. Yeah. Enjoy. Also, you have to bathe in it. <laughs> what else, Chris? Um. Well, I am, like I said earlier, I am a super Dunkin' Donuts psycho fan. Oh, yeah. Psycho, psycho. is the word that's worrying. Oh, that. <laughs> you just stalk ah. the donuts when they're not looking. <laughs> <laughs> It's so weird. Like, literally, there's people on Twitter that are like, that know that that is the one commercial that I want to get. Like, <laughs> if I could represent any company, that is what Dunkin I Dunkin want. That could be dangerous, though. Then but they maybe could pay you'd be so excited you couldn't actually perform it. You know what I mean? It would be like I think maybe I, like, I think I choke in, in yeah. callbacks and stuff be for like them. Teenage, uh, yeah. <laughs> teenage love life. Teenage love life. What is it so no, bad? I mean, joke. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you grew out of that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry. <laughs> okay, Tomboy, Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, um, I'm. Ve- I'm also very nostalgic. I um, 
everything that goes back to my childhood i'm i'm a huge fan of um my dad and i used to rebuild cars together so uh we have a 57 210 sport coupe with a 427 engine uh two 1940 model a's (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) cars pistons I really Carter. love going to like car shows and things like that. Um, Spark plugs. And anything that comes off the assembly line is, you know, it is, okay, it's pretty. But something you put your blood, sweat, and tears into, that's what I really, um, and really I cool. admire. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, I have an amazing deaf pit bull that uh, is How amazing. do you know he's deaf and not just ignoring you? I really thought he was just a little shit <laughs> at first. Um, for the first like f- four weeks of having him, I I just I just thought he was a total, you oh, know, man. stubborn puppy. This is the worst dog and ever. Then, like, nope. A nope. woman approached me on the street and uh, came up and was petting him, and he was. She was like, "Oh my god, is your dog deaf?" And I excuse me, why would you say such an awful thing? And she's like. Oh no, white dogs usually are deaf. White, white, white dogs? dogs? Yes. That's racist. No, yes. I hope you smacked that lady in the face and ran down the street as far as you can <laughs> with your, with your no. asshole dog who doesn't listen because to you. Because dogs you say. come from wolves. And so whatever um, genetic disposition that causes the, the white, it doesn't create um, something in their eardrum. And they're usually deaf. Wow. Are you saying wolves and are deaf? Wolves and, are white and, dogs. Um, bitch. Yeah. White, and especially the white with blue eyes. We're just getting Aryan, basically. Yeah. Aryan dogs. Aryan dogs are dogs. Yeah, the dogs are quite lucky for that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's that's weird. Yeah. Why, would it, why would either, depending on your beliefs, God or evolution do that? Mm. Well, little oh, do you guys it. know, yeah. Justin and I have super hearing. Yeah. Is that because you have brown eyes and black hair? I have to say, though, it wasn't God that made these dogs. It was breeding over generations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, man, he, he created the ingredients. We just made the stew. That could be about. true. Um, anyways, we're talking about dogs. Oh, I think you said, said God's death. Sorry. Sorry. I was confused. Go on. That was good. That's good. It's good to know. Yeah. So you have a so white pit bull. I have a white albino deaf pit bull. Yes. What's he called? I saw an it's albino called, kid the other day. His name's Mason. Sorry. Mason. Yes. Mason. He, uh, my grandfather was a Freemason, so um, oh. I named him after my grandfather. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That is, is that five things? One thing, five things? No. You go one more? Go one more. I've got one more. Oh, you can do two more. Uh, okay. I'm a super fan of Orphan Black. If you guys haven't seen that, it's the best acting of TV. Where's the sentence going? Short history. (laughs) It's the best acting of the recent history, very recent history of television. This girl is, she embodies everything that I, that I want to be in an actress. She Mm. is a young Meryl Streep. She is Orphan 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 Black. Um, and it's an incredible story that, uh, I think if you don't, if you haven't watched it, you just have to watch it. It's check it out. I've seen it. It's un- an English show. Unbelievable. Yeah. Made by them Toby English Kibble people. Or Toby, whatever his name is. No. Toby Maguire? Yeah. No, it's black man. <laughs> Toma. No, Tatiana Maslany. Yeah, Katie, Katie used to watch this a lot. Oh, I'm obsessed. This show. I love it. I, I like, 
have all the Do fan art, everything. Like, just cast it yes. aside. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm a geek over it. So you got one more. Your final thing. Okay, yeah, my final working. thing. Um, I have an odd obsession with collecting uh, Dairy Queen oh. pink spoons. But that's a betrayal <laughs> to your Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I know. No, because oh, no, Baskin Robbins and Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts are... I think this ties into your nostalgia thing. It does. You're like, does. I look back at these pink spoons and I can remember all those times that I had ice cream. It's uh, actually something completely different. I eat SpaghettiOs <laughs> with a pink spoon. You what? What? <laughs> yes. Fast food. Um, does it taste better? <laughs> yes, it I'm does. I'm just saying that the pink spoon that you get at Baskin Robbins is the perfect utensil to eat SpaghettiOs. How yes. do you use the actual Baskin Robbins pink spoon? I have a drawer full of them. Are you a crazy a drawer? <laughs> when you say a drawer full, do you mean like brimming? Like, oh, I got to do uh, these spoons. No, I mean, it's literally <laughs> yeah, like it's probably, like you know, that many. Okay. Um, I go lot. and I get my handful of as many as I can get. And You're I a save thief them as well as a crazy person. <laughs> no, I asked Are you them buying for the it? appropriate amount of ice cream to go with these little <laughs> no, spoons? Did you no. confess that when you got the two yes. meter gig? Oh, I didn't tell do them. You never they eat, might have reconsidered. Do you eat I the ice cream? I job. I do eat Baskin Robbins ice cream, but not as many as the pink spoons that I have. How did this, is this something, did your parents start with this? Uh, my grandma, uh, my grandma had a, had one one day and I, I, she had it in the drawer and I was like, oh, I want, I want to, I want that spoon. I want the pink one. I want the cute one. (laughs) And, um, and then it started off and my whole family does it now. We Whoa, always eat wow. spaghettios with a pink spoon. You start a family wow. tradition? I did. I've been trying to do that for years. <laughs> what are you they won't let anything in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't Sadness have... at the dinner table. Uh, <laughs> how many? <laughs> I don't have a family. How many hoops can you fit on a Baskin Robbins spoon? Um, like four. Oh, that sounds bullshit. She says like four. She knows. I wouldn't exactly be happy. Four. She knows. Exactly I tried five. It didn't work. I get a whole bunch of them spoons at one go. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would make me slow down, which would probably be a good thing. Yeah, you'd contemplate your troop. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, you gotta keep it, keep it to keeps a diet. It. Smaller utensils. Yeah. <laughs> warm, warm, but not cold. Keeps it warm but not cold. Wait. And not hot. So wait, wait, it but burns your mouth. Wait, if, it's, if it's really hot, does it warp or melt the plastic spoons? Uh it can. Yes. Oh. Yeah. It can. Yeah. It can. That does not sound healthy to eat plasticky, <laughs> melty spoons. Well, thank you, Crystal. I feel we learned maybe too much about you, to be honest. But we learned some good things. No, I appreciate. Um, cool. Thank you for sharing. We'll, yeah. we'll come back because we might pick up mocap a little bit later on in the podcast. Sure. Uh, guys, very quickly because I don't want the intro to drag on too long. How's your week been, Nate? We haven't seen you for a few weeks, other than dying and coming back to life. What have you been up to? He's alive. He's alive. Well. Al, I'm engaged. I'm an engaged man. That's true. Congratulations. That's right. Congratulations. Applaud. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then shortly after, Some I... Some fans uh, are crying right now, so you should be really sensitive about this. I'm sorry, Irma. Uh, I still think you're my number one fan. <clears throat> Next to my fiance. And, um, yeah, d- uh, did, uh, did a little short film actually quite a long short film out in texas like right after so yeah that's why i've been i've been away i haven't died you just stole my equipment and disappeared and then came back <laughs> no i wouldn't qual- i wouldn't call it stealing because i had warned you i had warned you much in advance <laughs> it's informed stealing multiple times <laughs> yeah al very generously lent us no, no, some amazing gear 
It was one no, of those no, things. Al. Let me tell you about how generous you were by lending us this gear. Um, it was one of those things. Did like, you a lot of gear? It was quite a bit, actually. Substantial, it was, uh, huge. Like, if yeah, it was a big deal. And is everything accounted for? Well, there was one little. <laughs> Do you know about this it? Is, no. this Don't is bring what? it up. Okay, okay, I won't bring, bring it up. Don't bring it up. This one. <laughs> something wrong. I'm gonna tell you something. But it, it's being taken care of. Sure but is, is it though? Is it though? He's alive. <laughs> uh, Alex. <laughs> Sorry. Hey Al, how That's you going? Week, man. Yeah, good. So last week I uh, I shot my first national SAG commercial for Ooh. Tide. Yay! Thank you. Good so job. Keep an eye out for that. I am playing a. Uh, Slightly sloppy, um, messy husband. wasn't too much of a stretch creatively. <laughs> uh, who's not very environmentally conscious. Mm. Uh, you know, his wife's putting the recycling in the bin, and I'm just shooting stuff in and like, pro- like, celebrating when I'm getting it in the bin. And she's going, you should. <laughs> but no, it was a great shoot. It was really fun. In between that, been working on the short film, which is in pre-production, and went up to San Francisco a couple times. Just for shits and giggles. Uh, shits and giggles, yeah. Disco. To visit uh, Bethany, we actually had a work conference and we just took it as an opportunity to visit some chums. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was great. It was really good. A couple of our friends have bought this like big property uh, out across the Golden Gate Bridge, like in some part of the Bay Area, <laughs> in the woods, and it's cool. I like in Sausalito. Yeah, yeah. That's no, exactly uh, where I brought my arms, right there, yeah. in those woods. Yeah. Um, did, you, did, you fucking, did you go to Namagaji? No, I didn't. I was only up there like, I was in and out. In you went and in. You went to In and Out. I don't did go, go to In and Out. <laughs> in and Out in San Fran is so good. Do you want to? Do you want to hear a story about In and Out? Actually, I was how long tr- is it? Super quick. I was driving up the five. In and Out's everywhere. There's so many In and Outs on the five. Yeah. By the way. So I've been I've been yeah since the new year been very conscious uh, about what I eat for sort of health reasons and and environmental ethical reasons or whatever and just trying to. You know, lower my impact. So I, I watch what I eat, but every now and again, I like to indulge. Sure, you do. Go yeah. up the five, pull off uh, the freeway, message Bethany. Should I go to Popeyes or should I go to In and Out? She says, do both. I did both. <laughs> did you really do both? Jesus. I Christ. sat in a Popeyes by myself, ate two pieces of spicy fried chicken that Damn. I got in my car, drove across the road into the In and Out drive through, got a double double animal style with chilies and grilled onions fries and an Arnold Palmer and mm. I ate it in my car and then I drove off and 20 minutes later I was so drowsy I had to pull over and have a nap for 20 minutes <laughs> really? yeah that's amazing that's my story and that's my week thank you out <laughs> Justin before we get to you yeah. so each week uh, you, you, you tilt your microphone up and yeah. when I correct it you say it's because you like to have good posture yeah, I've been when you're doing like a podcast this, and then I... but this is the thing you don't I do, you tilt it up and then you just slouch right down. So people oh, can't just, hear. Is this better if I talk like this? <laughs> oh, uh, how's your week been, Justin? Oh, no, I'm feeling pretty down now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it just kind of gets becomes like a blur, you know. Uh, I went to a like a concert. The, the operators. It's uh, the singer from Wolf Parade. He has like this other band. Um, Everyone has some, to have a second band now. Though, yeah, so what's that know, about? Different types of music. You just want to play different styles or whatever. Um, I don't know. David just, Bowie used to just do that. Every album was a different style. Different, yeah, but, you know. What you're doing is making twice as much trouble for your marketing and your PR and your, yeah. your fan base build. Maybe, yeah, but. And you're feeding this problem, Justin. <laughs> no, no. I, no, I get Because it's a completely different style from with the other members. If, if you're in a collaborative 
band, you have like say six people in the band or whatever, it's really hard to go a different route because you have to collectively be like, yeah, let's all do this. Nah, you just do what the singer says. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's really... That's a good band. Um, And then I did some catering. I helped... Katie with some catering stuff. You did. For Al's wake. Oh, for Al's uh, wake. Uh, Nate's wake. <laughs> I'm not dead. What? What? Um, yeah, just uh, was a server there. Just It was super mellow. It was a baby's first birthday. It was cool. Really nice house. Uh, rode my motorcycle a lot. That's kind of what I do. It was raining. Rain for like four days this weekend. Yeah, so I basically went jet skiing. <laughs> what? Yeah, on my motorcycle. But with wheels. There you oh, go. With wheels. It, I've actually grown to like it. Um, Please be careful. Yeah, I'm getting my tire changed, but now the uh, the rain's stopping. I know, but uh, you just said saw, it. Oh, that was funny. Please I saw be careful. friends play. Uh, it was up. What the heck is it called? I don't know. It's like up north above where no, the, you, one you sort of play. Yeah, so I'll play. Hmm. It was a Alice in Wonderland CSI style. So like, oh my god, oh, god. King of Hearts die mm-hmm. or Only like was murdered, LA. and then it was actually it was a comedy. It was really funny. Oh, that's cool. It, it had mm. you know kids and stuff. It was like a family thing, but they used uh, a lot of uh, really good theme music. So they used X Files theme. Hmm. They used uh, they Sherlock. Give us <laughs> this little voice in the background of the podcast <laughs> to anyone listening to the moaning <laughs> about grandma. Jeez. Jesus, <laughs> I mean, it was a rendition, man. You know. God, that's uh, cool. Fees. You had yeah. a cool week. It was just, you know, adventurous and not as exciting as In and Out, Popeyes, or getting married <laughs> in Texas <laughs> and mocap life, and not you know. as exciting as a bang bang. I'm just gonna slouch exactly. now. Exactly, <laughs> had a bang bang. It's exactly what it was. My mocap was two years. Yeah, it was a yeah. lunch fucking two or bang more. bang. Two more. Now we're just full people talking. I heard about this awesome new bar that I might want to check out. The Reserve. Cocktail Club. Don't know if you heard about it. Nope. Busy. Check it out. Yeah. Pretty amazing. No, oh, damn it. I was going to say we should go. Oh, how has your week been, geeks? <laughs> <laughs> Phil, it's too late to rescue this podcast. It's gone. Uh, yeah, it's been fine. We've just been working on pre-production, uh, going into casting, going to locations. I'm going in a couple of days to South Dakota, fire a couple of places to check out locations and stuff for a couple of weeks. So I'll be out for the next couple yes, of podcasts. Nice. I might do one remotely or you guys know, might take over or something. <laughs> and we're excited also to announce that we're going to be starting up a Games of Thrones podcast. <sighs> Games of Thrones. It's official now, Nate. Uh, it's going to be hosted by Nate. Your name's on the a list. A new friend, Adrian. Maybe Justin. Hey. Are you going to join? Chardos? I don't watch it. Um, and it's going to be up every... Do you want to join? Oh, oh. Crystal wants it. special yes, guest. Yes, definitely. Uh, but this is going to go up. So every week, when does uh, Game of Thrones come out? Sundays. Sunday. Sunday. So every Sunday, Sunday after Sunday. the the show goes up, it will be recorded immediately, and then it will go up online that night. So it will be spoiler cast, come loads of spoilers, and it'll go up straight away. Um, and I'll be every Sunday till the end of this season. And that's our, our first new uh, branch off. Nice. We had some very good meetings this week, didn't we? We got through. We had a massive meeting, a lunch meeting, one for hours, and we talked through a lot of stuff. Alex missed it. I was doing a bang bang. Need the bang bang. (laughs) (laughs) Was that mid bang bang? Yeah, probably. Dude, we were bang banging hard. Are you familiar with the bang bang? I do not know what the bang bang is. Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, I I mean, maybe for the listeners who don't know what a bang 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 bang, invented by Louis C.K. It's where you have one full meal and then another full meal. Right uh, after that. Yeah. Okay. So it's like okay. if you go out totally to a diner and you're like... way off of what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. It's like if you go to a diner, you get a grill you like can a, adapt a, it. a Reuben <laughs> for whatever fries, you need. And then you're like, oh, that was great. What would go well with that dinner? 
right. in terms of another dinner, and you'd be like right. Chinese food or yeah. curry. Got to balance right. it out. So oh, Popeye's all out, yeah. but, uh, and then you go out. home and cry into your meat slits. <laughs> <laughs> um, pull off the freeway and take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> or have a heart attack. Let's start the podcast, <laughs> right? Like we do every week with Justin's blowdown. Blowdown. Justin. Yeah, it's not Justin's blowdown. He I died. <laughs> this used to be Nate's blowdown. Uh, Justin's right. Look at the look at his face. Can you see that at home, folks? Uh, look I mean, at his face. his face. So his face is like a, uh, you know, just a light red. I, uh, yeah, I would say. You've been like, away for too long. Blushing. Guess what, man? When, when you go away for too long, people just keep evolving. Things move on. It's kind of like, <laughs> like a pink lemon, you know? It's an it's a orange, I, uh, red. Justin, okay, number you're gonna, one. You're going to illuminate us with the games news of the week. Games news of the week. How many pieces do we have? Oh, we got lucky seven. Seven. Number one. Titanfall 2. <clears throat> Teaser trailer for the new game from Respawn was just released. It contains swords, jungle, <laughs> mysteriousness, robots. The actual trailer will be fully released June 12th. So, Justin, you're big because we, we saw this today. Yeah. You're a big time. You're all excited. You nearly wet yourself. Yeah. Look at it go. Ooh, <laughs> so excited to just Ooh. robots. You know, you know, you got robots, you got sure. jetpacks. Yeah. You got spacemans. What else you oh, got? Women's yeah. too. You can be a <laughs> space go. Uh yeah, they get into that. It's it's like a fast paced but still strategic shooting first person game. So when this game, because this game was made up, so this is by Respawn, who used to be the the best people in Infinity Ward, who invented Call of Duty. Um, And they did Call of Duty 4, and then they did... Call of Duty just tried to copy them with jetpack soldiers. Yeah, they did. Just be real. And then a few years ago, they got into a real rut um, and ran off and created their own new company and made Titanfall. And when the first one came out, it was really heralded as the first proper next, you know, this generation game, like showing off Xbox One. um, Because the first one was just Xbox One, wasn't it? It wasn't multiplayer. Yeah, it was just... And PC. It was, it was... There was no campaign, really, that had, like, a story, but it was really just... Online multiplayer. Online. It but it just, really was. It, they did what they'd done with Call of Duty. They really evolved it to a whole different space. Yeah, it, it was, was... incredible. It was freaking awesome, man. It... You know, it's really fast-paced, which, I mean, it's a shooting game. You don't want to be, like, trying to find someone for, like, 20 minutes, and then they kill you twice, and then they win. You're like, the fuck was that? Well, I actually quite like that, but that's a different <laughs> conversation. I like yeah. the I like I mean, the ones with shit. You know, I want it to be like bam, but, explosions, and then you jump in a robot and it throws out like smoke, and you're like, where the fuck am I? Oh, here's a lightning fist. Bam, you're dead. That's what I'm about. Picture, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. Um, and you can eject out, and then you eject out, and shit blows up. And you're like, yeah, you thought you killed me, but you did now, son. It is. It really yeah. did. Like it was so fluid. I I loved yeah. this game, but I didn't play it much afterwards because I didn't have a group to play it with. But it was weird because this game seemed so hyped. So kind of revered, and then it came out, and it seemed to just disappear quite yeah, quickly. It, it was the same stuff over and over, and then you know you're just you kind of lose interest, and then you're like, I'm just gonna Plus, play NHL 2015 or whatever it came out at that time. I think there was a problem for I think there was a problem for for these online multiplayer only games coming out at the beginning of a console generation. Of the user base isn't there, you know, you need all your friends to be there to play that all the time, and when you haven't got that many people yet playing, you know, comparatively playing something, you need the story keep people going so i think that's what they suffered but it looks like this yeah, one will have a story I, it, it had a good run i mean you know i think they made back money it was profitable clearly because they're making a second one and it was kind of just a, i feel like they just wanted to be out there and they just wanted to test the waters and they did a really good job creating their own world and you know call of duty initially bit off of it because yep. it was so good and playing call of duty you just go wait 
it's no one near it's no one near as good as Timefall. And so I think the second one, hopefully, I don't know shit about it. I'm gonna talk as if I do. It'll have like a storyline maybe or something more, you know, involving. If they can just take what they did with Timefall One, you know, just polish it up a little bit more. You got a sword now though, so that's yep dope yeah I just want some new locations yeah. in the story that's it and I think it'll be one of the biggest games yeah around I really do game uh, of the year potential oh yeah there you go fellas NBA 2017 know. online multiplayer could be <laughs> game of the year oh okay big call big call big call number two number two <laughs> Gears of War 4 I love yeah. just how that just rolls off the tongue mm. uh, the trailer hit this week featuring a cover of Sound of Silence by David Raymond of uh, the band Disturbed. Uh, the game's That's an actual name. <laughs> you know, it's the, the guy from Disturbed, the one with the album where it has like the, the dude with the, the guy's bold. Yeah, the guy's yeah. The singer's bold. Yeah. Um, the game's release date has also been announced for October 11th. The trailer is pretty cool. I don't know it if you guys really that. cool. Yeah, it, it's pretty that. much. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the main guy's name with the band. Marcus Phoenix. Marcus, yeah, I was gonna say Marcus, but I met a Marcus yesterday, and I was like, <laughs> maybe that's not the main character's name. But it's his son, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this game is about his son. I'll be honest, because we talked about this before, and um, I, I was this game used to be so big that you could take all of the exclusive titles coming out on the PlayStation Three, and all of their cumulative sales wouldn't outsell Gears of War when it came out that year. Suckers. That's how fucking Suckers. big Gears of War was. But now it's been a few years, and there was an, a game which wasn't made by Gearbox, and now this one's not made by Gearbox either because they're doing something else. Games of War. Um, but it. Um, am I thinking Gearbox? Oh no, I'm getting it wrong. Sorry. But uh, there hasn't been a game like people haven't been as excited about a Gears of War game in a long time and I was really interested can they get the you know excitement back is this going to be as big a deal as it used to be this trailer with the news that they did recently of this whole game is yeah. horror themed and over 24 hours and they're restricting how many people can play in co-op because they want people to feel the fear they don't want it to become too, yeah too if you're running fun. through the trees at night and that shit's chasing you Oh, that's gonna be insane. Yeah. It looks awesome. Yeah. And this trailer's beautiful. It's it's done like because they, they did for the first Gears of War, they had a trailer with Mad World, that song. It kinda reminds me, I don't know if you saw I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone has played Dead Island, but do you remember when the first trailer came out and it was like this girl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah of it course. It kinda reminds that me. Music's of that music's incredible. Yeah. but no, this legitimately has me now very excited Gears of War. Yeah. Because this trailer looks fucking great and the tone of it was great and it's all But can it scale its to its uh, former heights. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing. I'm thinking like I think it's actually might be the best from the looks of what we're seeing. I think it's going to be one of you know, one of the best, if not the best, Gears of War game. I really wow. do. I think they got some great hooks in there. Like there's a whole environmental thing of you're in the middle of this crazy storm for these 24 hours that the game takes place over. And I just want more games. We talk about it quite a bit. I want more games to take place over 24 hours. Mm-hmm. You know, take place over one suspended amount of time that you really have to get involved with with the characters and feel yeah. like you're on a proper journey rather than just glow popping and time hopping and character hopping and all that shit I just like an intense time um, all the hippity hops um, yeah so I'm, I'm genuinely really excited whether or not people will see that and embrace it I don't know but for yep. me this is exactly how they get me back on board number Man, three <laughs> Doom! The closed beta just finished, but there's an open beta for Doom's Doom Doom's multiplayer <laughs> hitting this weekend. Words. Words are so crazy. <laughs> It'll feature 6v6 team deathmatch and a warpath on maps Heatwave and Inf- Infernal. Is that a tricky one? Is Infernal uh, difficult? No, no, no. I was looking at Heatwave when I was reading Infernal and I was going to say, you don't even want to know. Only one demon will be available, which is Revenant. Which is the Revenant. 
It's Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> or the bear. Or the you bear. just you got to eat uh, as many fish as you can. It begins on April 15th <laughs> at 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and runs until midnight Eastern Standard Time on April... You can preload from April April 12th. And it runs till when? You just said it runs until April. No, no, I said April yeah. 12th. Yeah, no. April 17th. No, no, no. You didn't say the 17th. No, I said April 17th. No, you said April. No, and no, you started no. laughing yeah, like a child April in 17th. a strip club. Uh, <laughs> Whenever I take children to strip clubs, they just can't. They just kill themselves with laughter. It's hilarious. <laughs> Number four. Battle four. Board. Hang on, hang on. So a lot of people were playing Doom. Did you play the oh. Doom beta? Uh, no, but I was there for the Bethesda conference, and then I pretty much lived it watching it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not that interested in the multiplayer with Doom, to be honest. I know that's what it was kind of made for in a weird way now. Really? Because this feels like Quake a lot. You know, it's got the fast-paced, old-school feel back. But I'm, I'm more interested in what they do with the single player. And blood. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. yeah it's very pretty. Yeah. And it's, it, they're just going back to the fun. They're not doing it as spooky. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Doom, it's so. just straight up Doom. Like, the old Doom, like, blah. That's, exactly. that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like All a right. trumpet throwing up. Number four. <laughs> Battleborn. Battleborn. <laughs> the new MOBA from Gearbox Software has announced that the Season Pass and Digital Deluxe Edition of the game are now available for pre-purchase for $75. I wanted to say cents, but $75 is the correct one. Or you can wait and get the Season Pass separately for $25. Oh, the open beta has opened... Where people can <laughs> really the open beta has opened. That's what's written. All right, where people you write can... your own fucking news next time, <laughs> man. Because no. I quit. Good no, <laughs> no, no. I say, you know, it's, it's you know. I think this is my time. We're hanging out this afternoon. We're all working. You're running around like a crazy no, puppy dog, no. showing us videos, <laughs> making out with Izzy, making up new catchphrases. Asking when you can play video games. I'm writing this shit. I'm doing the work. The open beta. All you have to do is read it. I tried. I tried, man. I tried. The open beta is open where people can try out the episodic story mode and multiplayer mode. 25 heroes are available to play. 25. What new catchphrases? Uh, PS4 users who participated in the beta will get the first add-on DLC for free. Oh. And will unlock Alani once she becomes available in-game. They also get a hero mm. unlock key to be used Damn. on any hero in the game. The game releases on PS4, Xbox One, PC on May 3rd. The game will require a constant internet connection to play. Yes, constant. because it's a MOBA. Yeah, but it's stuff you could... Like, really? so the, the main reason I actually put this one in, because Battleborn is yet to see how great that's going to be. I don't know. But the main reason I put this in, because there's such a minutiae of shit in terms yeah. of, you can buy this one or you can buy this version. If you're playing it on this and you get this, but then you also get this thing when this thing opens, if you have that key and you have to like, there's so many fucking hoops. And yeah. it's, not, it's just pissing me off with this stuff now. It's like, there's so many, which store you buy it for, where from, which console you buy it from. Do you pre-order it? Did you purchase the season pass with the pre-order to get like XX? And it's like, I just want the game. No yeah. matter how many turds you have, they still stink. Yeah. <laughs> we need the Shag Rivara Even if you of video split them up. <laughs> uniting the consoles. And- no, but I mean, is it just me? I just like I, I just want to buy a video game. I want to know. Yeah, I, I just get wanna, what yeah. the people want me is to have. Is it the Candy Crush Nation though? Uh-huh. Is that is the Candy Crush Nation? Yeah. You know. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. they Everything's made so meal. much money off of, you know, you have to unlock this level and that and this. But only like, if you do it at Saturday at 6 o'clock. Because <laughs> right. if you don't, then you just bought this other thing, which is for this level at this time. But I don't mind. I don't really mind the microtransaction thing. I just don't like it when, when it's particularly when it's stuff like here, you're talking about, you know, like actual characters and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, well, if it's just you get some stupid little hat or whatever, then right. fine, cool, whatever. But when it's actual characters and pieces of your game and like the last Assassin's Creed had paywalled um, actual story content of yeah. the main story you're going through. And it's like, you can't do this unless you buy this. And you're like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? I've just spent $60 yeah. or whatever on your game and you're locking me out of content? Yeah, right. see, I don't like that. Yeah, that transition from like phone style games where it is about that kind of purchase, yep. constant purchasing to kind of progress. I don't like that transitioning into plus, console games. Plus it's fine. If it's fucking free to play, those yeah, yeah, games are yeah, free exactly, to play, yeah. and then yeah. you pay the extra microtransactions afterwards. If yeah. they were giving me Battleborn, which maybe they are, I might speak in wrong. Maybe <laughs> Battleborn's free, but I'm presuming it's not. No, it just said here it's not. It's Seventy-five yeah. fucking dollars. <laughs> if they're making me pay for the game, don't make. I don't. I'm not gonna pay yeah. for microtransactions. It's not gonna happen. Right. I hate that. Um, screw you, Battleborn. That's not being mean about it. <laughs> I just saying like just representing because no, to be fair, this <laughs> no, is just this is just a season pass and a thing, and that's kind of normal. But it's just a minutiae of conditions to it, which just pisses me off a little bit. <clears throat> Number five, Seven Days to Die, PC survival game called Seven Days to Die was announced for console this week with a live action trailer what? showing bloodied man in a snowy wilderness with a bow and arrow hunting, exploring. Did setting barricades and traps and then fending off hordes of zombies. Was that you? Wait, that, are, we that? Stu- are we seriously supposed to take you seriously? Yeah, I was... I was no, 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 no. But I was that doing the Nate voice. Question. That's a good question. That was a good I was doing the Nate voice impression. Yeah, that was good. Does, yeah, you know? But there can only be one. There can only be one. I can't do it anymore. He sounds a bit Michael Cady, don't he? Yeah. Bit, more, more. My name is Michael Cady. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like it's a podcast. Like it's available to download on June 2016 on Xbox One and PS4, and is published by Telltale. Justin, you're a uh, PC guy. Yeah, uh, that game is uh, a little bit of it. It's really awesome. It's visually stunning on a PC. I don't know what it'll be like on consoles. But equally it's stunning. Equally yeah. stunning. Uh, it's more fun. so if stunning. It's better. It's it's the I want to say it's a better version of DayZ and H1Z1. If you played those zombie types of games, this one is something you'll actually have a lot of fun playing with your friends and your homies. Just like I don't have any friends, but I have homies. Cool. Is that then okay? You will be set. Number six. Boom. Can I just say really quickly, the, the live action trailer for that seven days to die is worth watching. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We watched it together. He held me. We held hands. Yeah. It was scary. It was scary. It had snow and zombies, which are two of my favorite things. <laughs> two of my scariest things. Imagine being trapped in snow. See, zombies in the snow don't scare coming? me. Guess what? No, it's because a this is the genius of zombies in the snow. And I'm talking traditional George Romero zombies. Okay. Not fucking Danny Boyle running zombies. Yeah, no, zombies. They're just angry people, which is like... But don't they freeze <laughs> in the wait, snow? Wait, 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 wait. Just people. They're just people. <laughs> they're literally angry people. Point. Oh, Oh, wait, no, wait. I, like okay, feel, I like to feel listen to this podcast just like listening to a soup of accents. <laughs> no one can understand what the fuck is going on. Um, 
No, what, what's great about what are we talking about? Zombies. Oh, <laughs> Danny oh, Boyle. Now. We're talking about Danny Boyle. The proper zombies are walking zombies. Yeah. yeah. In the snow, they're still going to be walking at the same pace. But what snow does is it brings you down to the zombies' pace. Oh. So it's automatically more scary because it's harder oh. for people to run from. Yeah. Uh-huh. But okay. Danny okay. Boyle zombies yeah. in the snow would be hilarious because there would be so much slippage. It would be ridiculous. They'll be flipping about like kippers. <laughs> yeah. How but there's zombies on ice, not a thing. Like I want to. Yeah, I'm sure that. it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure it zombies is. on ice. Yeah. If it's fucking now. if we live in a world of Spider-Man exactly. musicals, then we live in a world of zombies. Yes, you're right. You're right. Twenty-eight days later, the <laughs> winter <laughs> slide. Is that a musical though? The day after the twenty-eighth day happened a year later. I'm still waiting for the third part in that. That was meant to be. That was meant to be a trilogy of movies. It was twenty-eight days later, then it twenty-eight weeks later. They made twenty-eight months, didn't they? No, they kept going into production, and it never happened. And it's just really annoying because twenty-eight weeks later. Is actually a really great movie, but That's only Jim Poots was in it. Mm. But so only if you know there's going to be a third one. You know, it's one of those yeah. movies where this is great as long as there's a third one. Yeah. If there isn't, yeah. it's kind of pointless. It was. I don't know. I, I like. I, I saw that movie in like central London, <laughs> it was and it was like it all takes place like it's all shot around central London. It yeah. was Terrifying. Walking home at night. And we were looking around, going, "Everyone's Robert Carlyle." <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny how you took my fear and made a joke out of it. Let's move on to the next game item. Number six. Dear Esther. Esther? Esther. Esther. I can't pronounce that name. Dear Esther is finally coming to PS4 and Xbox One after four years. Then we get a new director's commentary. No release date has been announced, but it will come out during the summer. It was a really lovely game. Has anyone played Dear Esther? No. I feel like mm-hmm. I've seen it before. What's Very, the deal? What is it? What's the game? It's one of those what they call walking simulators now. It's like Gone Home, um, mm. Disappearance of Ethan Carter. Journey. Um, Journey to extend, but a bit less. These are those kind of photorealistic worlds, and you wander around and they're very peaceful. And this one's on, I think it's an Irish island. And there's a voiceover as you pick up stuff that's very poetic. The voiceover pissed me off, to be honest, but the game. Oh, you're fun. picking up a stick there. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, stick was so stupid. Oh, oh Al, <laughs> we're killing Al. We need to move on. We're moving on. Moving on. No, 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 no. Uh, I was going to ask Crystal a question. Oh, yeah. Yeah. please. Okay. Oh, I'm not nice. going to now. Is it that time? Um, so you, Question time. You um you were telling me beforehand you you like to play some video games, but you like to kind of break the rules and just fuck around and have fun. Yeah, I don't like playing by the rules ever. Who does? <laughs> um, rules are yeah, so broken. like you know, I, I mean, <laughs> combat games fun. Like I like to beat up other people, but that's just because normally I can just put I can like I'm sorry. I can push any button and it'll kind of work. Yeah. <laughs> There's a response to it. Yeah. yeah. And I like kind of, I, whenever I do like a driving or a racing game, I just crash I, into people? I, I crash into people. Burn out? <laughs> I, I crash into people and, and that's kind of just my own fun. Um, but I also like move the remote control with my arms. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I do that too. Yes. I am that typical girl. Uh, like and I hate chaos. it. No, guys but, do that too. Um, no, I just I don't I don't like rules. I don't like to play. My, so do you like like an open world game like a Grand Theft Auto or something where you can literally kind of do whatever you want to? Yeah, you can run I mean, if, as long as I can push buttons and play around and it, immediate response. Yes, yes, right. immediate response games right. are wonderful. You want to play me. a video game like a band playing a gig? You want to do something and it gives you feedback immediately. Yes. You don't need I, to invest too much time or building shit up. Or, um. Well, I mean that. At least that's like strategic moves and stuff like that, but I can't ever remember what button does what, so <laughs> I just kind of end up pushing buttons and um, play. and going with the flow. Did he get through all of Rise of the Tomb Raider? 
Huh? It's a safe place. You can say if you didn't. Did you get free Rise of the Tomb Raider, like all of it in the end? Um, yeah, no, I I played a little bit. I didn't I didn't get far, but I keep playing. <laughs> I haven't even played it yet, so I'm sorry. Wah, wah, yeah, I haven't played it either. Well, I mean, I have the game, so you guys are I more than welcome to uh, Gonna borrow, it. borrow it. Bring it to yes. uh, Game of Thrones night. Okay, perfect. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to lie. It might take me a while because I'll be Dark Souls 3. <laughs> we are Dark Souls. I'm very excited. Yeah. I've got it preloaded and ready to play right now. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to do some Twitch nights as well at some point. So you should come around one time. Yeah, we'll do I would Rise, love to. Rise of the Tomb Raider Twitch night. Yes. And we can see you panic. With you the press Tomb Raider. With the Tomb Raider herself. With the Tomb Raider herself. That's cool. Number seven. Oh, it's kind of like you <laughs> know a, a queen cover band. Seven. Yeah, Fallout Quattro, also known as Fallout Four. <clears throat> Fallout Four second DLC hits next week. Wasteland Workshop will be available on PS4, Xbox One, and PC on April twelfth. It'll cost you four ninety nine, so under five dollars. If you didn't buy the season pass. The new pack extends settlement <laughs> customizations, <laughs> lets you collect enemies as trophies, pets, or coliseum. Oh, cool. Freaking awesome. I'm suggesting you were talking that. about this beforehand. You're kind of what done with Fallout for a while because you're worried it's going to suck up too much of your life. Yeah. When are you going to go back then? What's the deal? Is the DLC going to suck you back in or are you out? Uh, it's it's sucking me in. It's sucking good. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's <laughs> the next uh, item? No, on on. <clears throat> no uh, the DLC is definitely like that. I could have trophies from people. Does that mean like I can have skulls like on my shelves or something? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, Al, tell, tell, us, tell us now. Tell oh, us now. Tell tell us now. I haven't played it. <laughs> but you're so wise. Um, no, they haven't really shown much of this stuff. They showed some trailers. Did Mr. I think, I think the whole you? point is, yeah, you can collect stuff to put on you. Yeah, I, I played a little bit actually the other day, and then I was like, "What the hell was I doing? I don't remember." That's the problem. Because I've gone back to it because I was loving it, and I yeah. just had to stop because of some work stuff. And then yeah. when I came back to it, I mean, it's not like The Witcher where you come back and you're like, "Fuck, I don't remember anything," and it's so complicated. Yeah. At least for like you can just pick up and yeah. play. I mean, Dad, go back to The Witcher because that. It's a good game, but it's just terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but I, this like at least you can just play it. But yeah, I'm wandering around like, "Fuck!" I I was at a point in the story where everything was about it, kind of near the end of the story. I was yeah. like, "Well, I at least want to finish the story." And then I'll be back into it enough to continue. And I couldn't find the thread I needed to finish the bit of the story I'm in. Yeah. I, so I'm kind of frustrated. I'm down somewhere by the airport of beach. There's like a lot of dudes. And I shot a guy with my fat boy because he had one of those armor power suits. <laughs> and he wrong. blew up. And then I went and I used my crowbar fist thing to punch a guy's head off. And you got yeah. a crowbar fist I have thing? three power suits. Yeah. Oh my God. That's I good. I have four. That are fully decked. <laughs> yeah. They just killed a guy. I was like, thanks for the power suit, bitch. I'm definitely going to go back. I want to basically, I want to go back and I want to finish the story before Bay Harbor comes out because that's the next piece of DC, Bay DLC. Harbor. And they're doing these so quick. Like, they're monthly right now. And the Bay Harbor one looks really cool because that's a whole different island to explore. Oh, yeah, and that stuff. one does look cool. And I really want to get the story done before that comes out. Are you going to drop back into the world and, like, just land in and just go, hello, boys! Hello, boys! <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know where that came from. I'm not clear. Um, <laughs> hello! Justin, okay, is that we, the end of the game yeah. news? That is the end of the game news. Woo! Thank you. 
<laughs> you shouldn't, I feel we shouldn't have to have a round of applause just for getting through a fucking section of the podcast. But you know, I, I, I don't know. It felt like a victory. I'm nervous. You know, I have to follow a big big plate. You know, Nate would come in. Well, now he's got to follow you. Listen, Nate, you're, uh, you're doing great, kid. You're doing great. Nate, it's time for the second part we'll... of your blowdown. Blowdown. This is where it gets blowdown. really blowy. So this is movie right. news. What's going on? How many pieces do we have for movie news? We, ha- we only have six pieces of news. Woo! All right. So yeah. leave the first one to last. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Batman vs. Superman may have had a huge... I can't from this angle. Sorry. I can't. You Thank you. <laughs> Batman vs. Superman may have had a huge opening weekend, but it also had a steep drop-off. Steeper than usual. And looks on pace to produce a $278 million profit for Warner Brothers. According to a report from SNL Kagan analyst Wade Holden, this includes projected home video, TV, and March combined. That's the 278 number. Man of Steel ended up making an estimated $300 million for the studio. Mm. Well, looks like if you pit Batman versus uh, Superman, uh, the box office explosion is epic. It's big. But it's not... Uh, it's not... Uh, it's not uh, kryptonite to the... Uh, uh, I guess, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, I guess... I guess when the dust settles... When the, yeah, okay, here we go. We're back at it. When the dust settles for the box office of uh, uh, Batman vs. Superman... Um, let it go. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Uh, He's look, alive. Um, look, I've, I've been gone for a couple weeks, guys. I, I'd like to apologize to every one of our listeners. I usually can uh, put a button the on the end. The real question is, if this is an SNL person, you know, like Saturday Night Live, can you really trust that news? Well, yeah. I mean, everything's always up for debate. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, because none of these, you know, numbers really. But I'm just sick of it. We've purposely over the last couple of weeks not talked about Batman v Superman since we did our spoiler cast. I'm tired of talking about it, and I'm tired of all the conjecture of everything and the disappointment of you know box office. Then people coming out angry with people for saying it's you know it's a failure. It doesn't matter what you think. Like it is, you live in Hollywood, and Hollywood's a crazy fucking place, and it's all done on stability. And if they project something or make something and it doesn't, it's a failure to them. It's not a catastrophic failure. They made money, and they made good money. But for a very expensive movie, and this is the thing, when these things are getting built up as well, you have to, you know, people talking about, oh, it made 200, blah, 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 and it, it cost 250 million. It's like, yeah, it, that's to make the film. Then there's about 250 million to market the film and all this other shit that goes into this stuff. Um, clearly, they're making money. They're doing fine. Are they worried? Yeah, probably. Um, and will it affect the other stuff that they're doing with the DC Universe? Yes, probably. And there's these reshoots going on right now. Suicide Squad, some people are saying it's tied into Batman v Superman. Some people are saying it's not a reaction to that at all. No one really knows. That's the thing. And I'm just tired of talking about it. There's a bit more Batman in the latest Suicide Squad there is. trailer. But no Ben Affleck face. But no Ben Affleck face. Which is interesting. But Batman type person and Batmobile. The physicality of the Batman looks different in that. Way as well. different. Like skinny. At first yeah. I thought it was Batwoman. Which is <laughs> weirding me out. I'm I'm genuinely concerned that there's some strange twist with all of that. But we'll see. Ooh. Uh I saw Batman. By the way, Superman. guys, I'm coming back as Batwoman. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Yes. I wish in my dreams. Hello, uh, Hollywood, please. Yes, I am. 
Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. What, what did you have to say? say? I saw Batman vs Superman at a drive-in movie theater oh, in Abilene, nice. Texas. That's crazy. Cool. Nice. Is that what you were using all the film equipment for? Because you. You're just legs. pirating. <laughs> I have a 4K version of Batman vs Superman shot at a drive-in in Abilene, Texas. There may or may not have been a lot of dead insects on the screen. Excellent. Uh, but yeah, very unusual. Have you ever been to a drive-in movie? Yes. No, I never have. Yeah, I have. Really? There's one in England. We don't have. Yeah. Oh. You should, dude. You would love it. It's, it's actually really cool. There's one yeah. out, uh, in like Irwindale or something, or Monrovia. It's not, it's not super far. Yeah. I'll drive by one. Wait, is this? I mean, you, you put the sound box in your car? No, you tune into the radio. Just, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sound box. What are we like? <laughs> You've never done this thing about <laughs> it. Sound it. Sound we should do this. Clearly no, not. It's, it's actually legitimately a great way to see a movie. Yeah. Makes you feel like you're not just like in a stuffy. I want to see. No, yeah. I really want to see a movie I have that I've seen before. Yeah, I don't it's really not, want to see a new movie. I yeah, it doesn't. One. It's not like the perfect viewing experience. You're like definitely. I I fell asleep during. Just Batman bring like movie. a. You fell asleep during Batman. Movie. I did. Oh god. You could bring. Uh, you could bring blankets and stuff because you have. Like, I got drunk. Thing. I was under blankets. <laughs> you have a jeep. I do. I have yeah, a jeep. Yeah, that's what we did. We when we went and saw, we brought like pillows and blankets and stuff. Yeah, and have a little. Dog. Yeah. Well, we all had yeah you know, snack and pizza and beer. I mean, just it was a double feature. It was like I think like. I yeah, I want to see a couple of, you know, like a kung fu movie and a, and a monster movie or something. Like you that. can't pick, man. You just <laughs> no, I'll, I'll put the movies out for you. I'll let them know. You get to the gate. Uh, one kung fu movie and one... It's like Netflix, <laughs> right? <laughs> but they're double features, so you get to be for both. But I just mean, I want to see something a bit trashy if I go to one. Because that, for me, is what it should be. A movie, yeah. Like Whoa. a drive-in. Like movie. a B-movie? American yeah. cinema yeah. is trashy? Um, uh, wow. Do you dude. mean more like cult-like film or? Yeah, it's like a yeah. midnight movie. Yeah. you know, okay. yeah, something uh, fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Something Moving on. Fun. Uh, Chris, Crystal, did you see <laughs> Batman v Superman? I didn't. You didn't know us, right? Yeah, no. Then I'm, we have a I... short conversation. Moving on. <laughs> uh, this bit of news actually may—I hope this doesn't bother you—but um, oh. we may be getting a Tomb Raider reboot sooner than we think. But they're casting Tomb Raider as a male called. <laughs> Um, Roberto Croft. What? Yeah. And it looks like I am going to be <laughs> Roberto. Okay, no. well. I, you have the right physique for it. I thought you. it was Leonard Croft. Out. Yeah, it's, it's harder for him to climb walls and uh, do athletic things. They've got to make the character more relatable yeah. to yeah. the regular job. Exactly. So when you're like okay. pulling up on the... Perfect. You take a little yeah. break, you get stitched. Falls asleep in a drive-thru. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But actually, there is going to be a Tomb Raider reboot sooner than we thought. According to a heroic Hollywood screenwriter, Geneva Robertson Dwart, has apparently completed a draft yes. of the screenplay that the producers are happy with, and they're looking to move into production, getting the film out in time for October 6th, 2017. Actually, Whoa. I knew that. You did know that. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, look, I'm excited about that. Super, super excited. I can't even wait. I'm literally like foaming at the mouth for it. I'm really excited. She I is, hope. She is. I she hope that. Fun. I hope that I can just get like a line somewhere. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I was her body. Come on, you got to give me something. Yeah. Um, a month ago, Warner Brothers registered uh, the domain TombRaiderMovie.com. Daisy Ridley is still rumored to play the. I won't say that adjective in front of someone who titular okay character and geeks podcast favorite geeks Roar uh, Uthog is directing what the fuck dude you uh, went away for too long we have favorites now okay fair Roar, enough favorites are happening so Roar Uthog is a guy he, he's a Norwegian director we talked about him on this a couple weeks ago the fog. The fog. he directed The Cold Prey 
um, films, which are these very good snowy slasher films. Um, Norwegian, very slick and very cool. Ooh. But then he recently did a film called The Wave, which is about a tsunami in Norway. We, 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 someone, any yeah, of you on this podcast? This. It's really fucking good. And it's still in cinemas right now. It's called Olgen or The Wave. Uh, only in a few cinemas. Olgen. But it's like a proper disaster film with all the regular cinema tropes <laughs> um, that Hollywood does. But this does it really fucking well. And you care about the characters. And it's like, it's got a good balance of sort of arty and Hollywood to it. Cool. So I'm genu- I'm really excited. He he managed to make normal action scenes that I would find boring genuinely tense. Cool. So I'm very excited to see him That's doing awesome. a Tomb Raider film. And his name is Roar! Yes. Yeah. Are you excited? I'm, I, I said, yeah, I can't even wait. I'm literally, my my agents are, uh, are on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we're going to move on. I hope that's okay with you. I mean, I we can guess. stick with the Tomb Raider news, but I think we're... I think we're, no, I think we're, we're all right. A long-awaited U.S. Death Note movie is still coming, but it found a new home in Netflix, who will be adapting the enormously popular manga and anime series, which has already seen a number of live-action adaptations in home country, Japan. Adam <laughs> Wingard, director of The Guest, A Horrible Way to Die, and You're Next is directing and Nat Wolf from Paper Towns is starring alongside alongside I'm melting alongside Margaret Ahem Quelliz Um <laughs> How do we feel about this guys? Uh, <laughs> sorry, what was the wait. news? You what? didn't you wait, you didn't understand it? No, wait, was so it not clear enough? Was it, was it like, do, Paper note? Towns? Is the what? actor that was in Paper Towns? Yeah, the lead dude. Okay, uh, I could tell you what the story's going to be and where it might take place. Since it's a white kid, it most likely will take place in Chicago, uh-huh. and it'll be a white family. Uh-huh. And the only twist that they probably will have is that when they die without a specific death, it'll be due to sort of the nature of the crimes they commit. Because that's what the that's earlier scripts it. were with Damn Sony dude. and Columbia. So you have some insider oh, info on this. You're probably not allowed to talk about it, though, are you? Mm, not entirely, but I don't care. This is the game. It's going to suck, <laughs> suck anyway. So yeah. there you have it. That's what it's going to be. So Netflix, you got to make it better now. But basically, yeah, a friend Damn. of yours, yeah. a friend of yours who's a very good director, was yeah. involved at some point, but he walked because there was just all this other stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't. The faith in it wasn't there necessarily. Yeah, it's it wasn't really ringing as true to the. Series, comics, yeah. manga. You familiar show. with Death Note at all? No, I'm not. It's really good. Unfortunately, it's really good. Okay, okay. I'm it's one of the. Uh, we'll yeah. check it out. It's one of those few Are you anime. Going to? Actually, I actually will. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah. It's on. The, I, it's on the I Netflix. It just sounded like you said that, like one of those things that you said you were like gonna do, but didn't. I take advice from people. I mean, it's not the first thing in the world. If you're gonna take something from me, I would recommend something else. But if you're looking for a really good, like Wolf Children. Like Wolf Children, yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> but if you want an anime series ever, this is one of those few ones that is genuinely not just for anime fans. Yeah. It's like you show it to people. This microphone's fucking me up. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's the concept is basically: is it okay to kill, like you know, awful people and all that, or it's just no, you shouldn't kill anyone. It battles that concept the entire show. Right. It's basically, pretty yeah. insane. We do. I think we talked about it's a little like bit. Just like purgish, like someone basically what? finds this journal and mm-hmm. it's called a death note. And when you write someone's oh, name in it, they die. Um, right. And so they started to use this, you know, initially for, to be like a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, but then people are dying. So the police come on to this and they find this sort of genius to try and figure out who it is who's doing this stuff. But what's really interesting about it, instead of just staying with that, 
they really get into you know most things when you come up with a gimmick like this they ignore the minutiae of oh yeah but what happens if you do this and then right. you write this or if you do this in capitals or if you right. put this word before right. it. instead this entire series is all about him exploring that with the death mm. note so it's him trying to figure out well, what happens if i do this how can i control this can i control times can i you know make someone die of natural causes can i do ethical things with it as well to do with you know emotions and stuff and he's really exploring it while this other kind of genius is trying to figure out who it is who's doing it and the mm. whole series is like a watching a chess match essentially yeah. between oh, two very yeah. smart people and it's actually really smart it really is yeah sounds like if, it, cool. if it's pulled off well it could be very um inception like yeah yeah it could be um we'll see moving on marvel's next movie after civil wars <laughs> doctor strange starring benedict cumberbatch <laughs> We've had a series of official photos of the actor in full costume over the past two weeks. Skipping. But now we know when the first trailer will hit. This week on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Doctor Strange comes to theaters on November 4th. Ooh. Benedict Cumberbatch, by the way, was uh, this week's special Easter egg for the prelude before your names. Now each week the films I use before your names tied into one of the actors. What uh, films do you say again? Uh, we had Amazing Grace, yeah. uh-huh. Hertz, sure, yeah, the sure. Whistleblower for uh-huh. Alexander Charge, sure, War yeah. Horse for Justin Maricondo, okay. yeah. and the other Berlin Girl for Crystal Cooper. Oh, very good. Go. Hey, so anyone playing at home? Yeah. <laughs> Cumber bitches, I think these fans. Cumber bitch, yeah. Shit, a butcher. Is that what he just calls them? That's Cumber bitch backwards. I saw him once in an airport. He was a very friendly man. Really? Yeah, he said hello to us. No, that's nice. Did he? Tight jeans? Yeah. Mostly because Katie was just Straight looking at fit? him. And then she looked at me and was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he just looked at me like, hi. You mean Lumberback? Cumberditch? Cumberditch is. Oh. Was, he, uh, was he crawling around like Smog the Dragon? Yeah. He was hissing on the floor <laughs> by his luggage. Neat. Um, Doctor move. Strange. No, no, yeah. move oh, Doctor okay, Strange! Hey, look! It's very exciting. Have you seen um, all the photos of him this last couple of weeks? Yes. Anybody? In yeah. his weird garb? Yeah, I have. It's cool. But they released one like in it. the costume and also in his civilian garb. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would rather he stayed more in his civilian garb, but they have done his, his costume as well as they could. I, I wish we all called our clothes garb. Garb. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed your garb today, Justin. <laughs> you see, there was also, we're not talking about it in the news, but it was also the proper trailer for um, the new Harry Potter Oh, Wait, what? Where? Really? Oh, see. hang on, Crystal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did we find something you like? Oh my gosh! Oh, also, I went to Harry Potter, Potter night. That's also, I forgot Wait, to what you the guys. fuck? A new Harry Potter? They did all the books. I no, but this is. This is I mean, you know story. about this? No, I don't know about this. <laughs> Fantastic piece and where to find them. Yeah. Anyway. So this yes. is. It's uh, uh, so inside Harry Potter. There's a book. Not inside him physically. Uh-huh. Inside yeah, sure. the world of Harry Potter. There's a book. What's it called? Fantastic Beast and Oh, it is called yeah. that. Yeah. And what that they use a few times as like an encyclopedia. Yeah, I know. And it's I been remember. created by someone called Newt something. Gingrich. This is his <laughs> it's not This Newt is his Gingrich. story uh-huh. of his adventures and him making that book essentially of finding these things around the world and charting all of the strange stuff and creatures. Neat. Um, so it is it's basically a prequel. And some of right. the characters could technically Return at some point right. in it. Weirdly, it's directed by the same guy who directed the last three Harry Potter films, which is strange. Yeah, Why is that weird? Well, that would seem like the obvious choice. Why is that weird? Because if you're going to do something, I feel have a fresh start and find new voices for it, you know? Mm-hmm. But clearly, they're basically, we want to make people know this is Harry Potter still yeah. and we're doing right. it like Harry Potter. So, yeah. Crystal. Yes. You see this trailer? So, I haven't seen the you trailer. You see the trailer? I am like a Harry Potter fanatic. I can't wait. I haven't been to the Wizarding World yet. 
which is right across well, the street from me. Well, it only opened about me, two days ago, so. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's two days that I've missed it. Um, but yeah, I, I love, I love, love, love Harry Which Potter. is your favorite Harry Potter film? Film? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I read the books. Okay. I mean, coming. What's your favorite book, of, then? I think it was probably the first book because it was so interesting to get like i didn't read very much before that and it it like reinvented a new world for me and uh was very close to just something that made me sparkle again oh you lost the sparkle yeah i lost the sparkle for a little bit (laughs) harry you old dog What um so do but are you one of those people who just likes the books or do you like the films as well or um I I I liked the books better oh, and there was there was much more I I pictured it a little differently um and there was so much lost in the translation I mean those books were gigantic yeah there and the movies were still equally <laughs> long and long. gigantic um but I just felt like they missed a lot of the creativity that went along with them okay okay. Um, so this one isn't based on anything though is it this one's just like a new yeah. screenplay yeah. For has she worked on the screenplay at all oh, this was her first screenplay mm-hmm. was she wasn't it I think mm-hmm. Justin well, seems to say he has something I, to say but I was it? under the impression she was talking about writing again yeah doing some more well she okay. wrote like an adult novel right? Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah but that was when we say I mean, adult also, yeah but novel. I mean like a teenage <laughs> oh okay yes. yeah. Yeah. not like porn and there's also <laughs> a um, sorry that wasn't clear there's also a new West End play right. that she wrote. Huh? A Western play? A West End play. Oh, oh yeah, I read about that. Uh, set in the Potter world. She does a lot of stuff. Which actually, no, I think actually has the three main characters in it, the play. Really? Hermione, Ron, uh, okay. that Hen- Henry. Sounds, that sounds really <laughs> Henry? I'm sorry, but that sounds terrible. Um, I'm sorry about this one. It looks cool. Yeah. The, the trailer looks really cool. Oh, sorry. Back on me. Okay. <laughs> we got two more I guess pieces. we're done talking about Harry Potter, which wasn't even in my news. <laughs> Um, this is my favorite piece of news. This is the George Clooney uh, taking on the Captain America role um, in Civil War. Whatever. The first critics have now seen Civil War, and the social media embargo is somewhat strangely lifted. The- Very good, Al. Very good. It was good. It was well written. The response has been overwhelmingly positive, saying that the airport fight scene is the greatest in comic book history and that Tom Holland's new Spider-Man is, well, spectacular. Even more exciting is that we're going to be getting more Spidey than we anticipated. Mike Sampson from Screen Crush confirmed what other tweets were, you know, I mean, they were getting at it. They were suggesting it. Which is that we get around 10 minutes. What? 10 minutes. How many minutes? 10 minutes of Peter Parker's penis and a good 20 minutes or so of the Spidey himself. So we're getting in total 30 minutes of both Peter Parker, Peter Spidey Parker. penis, and Spider-Man. Spider penis. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I probably... And yeah. the webs do fly. We probably should have said potential spoilers with this before oh. we said it. No, it's my Sorry. bad. I should have ran it. Uh, that is a lot more than I was expecting. I almost... I was That's very, like half the movie. I was both really... <laughs> no. I was both really, really happy. Uh, uh, one fourth the movie. Uh, no. One third. <laughs> it's a long movie. It's like two and a half hours. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, okay. But I was really excited yeah. to read this and I was also yeah. kind of sad because I didn't really want to know 
Yeah, but I, I just I, w- I wanted to just wait and let because I feel again with Civil War M9 it's, for me Civil War is like for you Star Wars mm-hmm. it's like I don't want to know the story beats and I had to do a spoiler cast where we pulled it apart from the last trailer and I f- think I pretty much know all the be- beats now of the movie so the one thing was well how much is Spidey going to be in there and from the correlation of events we figured out roughly how much but I didn't expect this much so I'm excited but to be honest these battle sequences they go on a long time so those 20 minutes easily will just be the battle totally you'll get 10 minutes of him um probably afterwards i would say then as peter parker because in the trailer he clearly turns up for the first time hey guys when captain america sees him (laughs) so maybe you've had a couple of tiny bits with robert downey jr on a phone or something like that or arranging his bus fare and uber and things And then you'll get Spidey for 20 minutes fighting and then a decoder at the end. I'm sure you'll get some Peter Parker regular time to set up his movie. I'm right. Here. right. Totally. That'll probably yeah. how it is. That's I'm a here. damn good prediction. Anyway, <laughs> Biblical Boar comes out on I ha- May 6th. I hope he has a camera. <laughs> we're nearly there. We're under a month away now. I know. I'm very excited. And the fucking, it's very weird, this stuff. So you get reviewers now going and see these films. And then I'm talking directly to you now just to make yes. you react to me, Crystal. Of course. Uh, I realize I don't look at you very often because when there's a guest who's like, well, I'm used to talking to these dudes. So I don't really look at a guest too much because right. it's weird just talking to you these about dudes, you Civil say, War yeah, when dudes. I just met you a couple of hours ago. <laughs> but I'm going to do Whatever. it. Whatever. Okay. Um, so they do these screenings now and yeah. reviewers get to go and they invite some special guests and then YouTube reviewers get to go and stuff like that. And oh, then wow. there's no embargo. Yeah. Whereas actual reviewers have embargo on their review. Right. And this is one of those weird moments where it's like, well, people who've, the critics have seen this movie and have written their reviews. They're just sitting and waiting. And yeah. I don't know when their embargo is actually for. It could be, you know, close, like within three weeks away or right. four weeks away. Whereas everyone else is just going to see it loud to say whatever they want. Anything yeah, they want. So they're all on Twitter just telling plot points. Yeah, no. Spoiling I'm not stuff. okay with that. It's That's weird. It's really just, weird. Everyone's ruining everything. Just but wish, it's just weird. I just wish they would, you know, let the critics do their jobs. Because exactly. I mean, what is a critic, you know? But they're trying to get I usually usually don't agree with the critics anyway, so I don't pay attention to it. But at the same time, why is Joe Schmo able to say whatever he wants and the critics have to wait? Like, fuck YouTube. Sorry. Yeah. Fuck YouTube people, man. Dude, I guess guess last week was a lovely YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) And how long did that podcast run? We like you guys. (laughs) If you hate YouTube, subscribe. (laughs) Hit that button on your bottom, the bottom right hand of the screen. If you hate it, subscribe. <laughs> We're like that extra box on the voting you know, <laughs> of other. Um, no, but it's I mean, just YouTube's okay, but Vimeo, let's. Uh, but I feel they're just trying to phase out actual critics, you know. And critics will be the YouTube people. It'll be people on Twitter. It'll just be regular people who will then become more famous from people follow them and listen to their opinions. Yeah, but it's not Our even poor like... friend Guy Lodge over at Variety is slowly melting. Gonna be out of job. No, I think Guy Lodge is adapting tremendously well. Guy, your tweets are fabulous, and we love you. <laughs> Please do come on the podcast. Um, but like critics, I mean, some critics, the ones that I read and like, oh, awesome, which aren't very many, but <laughs> they they describe the film in like an artful way, and they the way they talk about it. it's not really like you should see it or not. It brings up like valid yeah. points, like how to watch it or interpret it. Well, they're articulate, so, yeah, and articulate. they're not restricted to 140 fucking characters. Yeah, and then there's the fucking just other people who are. People like them because they're cool and fun, and they mm-hmm. have really hyper-cutted videos on YouTube. And it's like the no, thing is, it's fine, but they should at least get the same playing field. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like I love uh, listen. I love. Um, there's a, a Twitter, the Hulk, the Hulk critic, okay. who's the funniest critic, movie critic that I've come across in a long time. I love listening to his stuff, but he should 
have the same rules yep. and regulations that another critic should have. There exactly. should, it should be just a le- level there's bad blood as well. Is he right I know. as the Hulk? Or sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's funny. It's oh, hilarious. It's <laughs> he, seriously the funniest smash? thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk hungry. <laughs> I know some movie critics who are in fairly good positions and they're really just pissed off. They're really just yeah. like, we can't stand, we don't get to talk about stuff anymore. And it really just feels like that people, right. you know, they're trying to fuck with us. The studios are trying to fuck with us. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just seems strange. But the overwhelming majority, and I mean overwhelming majority, has been that Civil War is spectacular. People are saying it's the best comic book film in years and years and years. I like wow. I like critics because it, like, even though some of them are really gnarly or just don't make sense, it, it's kind of like this filter to prevent just random shit constantly being made. Which, right. you know, there is a lot of shit, but even regardless of what they do, but I feel like it's a good, like, first line of defense against... Yeah. Massive amounts of bullshit getting a reason right. thrown everywhere. Yeah, there's a reason we're talking about it with production companies, we're talking about it with record companies. Yeah. All those walls are being ripped down. And there's a reason those structures were invented to begin with, you know? Yeah. It, we're kind of making all art forms into a lawless state. And there's, you know, a reason why society builds these things gradually as they pick because they're necessary and these quality filters are necessary and you know, having people like that who are it's their job and they take it seriously, yeah. you know, they're necessary. Because they're trying to, I feel like the good intentions is to preserve art, whereas now film and everything is just becoming like more of a business. It's not like, oh, I'm making art to express and make. It's like now I'm making art just to make money. Right. Which is right. soulless piece On of shit. The followers. Okay. The- All right, guys. All right. <laughs> Next All right. news. Here we go. <laughs> I, have, I have one more item of news. Okay. And, and I feel one person um, here in particular might have something to say. It's not everybody. Um, Alex, would you <laughs> unclamp you my thigh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> This is he a. He doesn't like um, being touched. You I know don't. This. <laughs> He's gonna poop. Again. How about if we both stroke the thigh each? Would that upset uh, you too much? No, that would be my personal <laughs> nightmare. Um, this, uh, I think, we need to change pace a little bit. This last piece of news, I think you, everyone here Wait. should know, is take a, take a breath. Yeah, let's just take a breath and let's take a step back. I need some water. Yeah, I need, um, I need something myself. happened this week. What happened, Nate? It relates to a title that starts with F and S and sounds like something like uh, that ends with R Wars. Uh, what could what? that be? Wait, oh, yeah. what could that be? Star Wars? Did you say Star Wars? Uh, no, I didn't say anything. I was merely <laughs> implying that this week oh my God. we oh my had gosh. the first trailer of Gareth Edwards' Star Wars story. Rogue One! Rogue One! Rogue One! <laughs> the internet was confused. We just lost 10 viewers. Did we? <laughs> okay. You're, I thought you were, because you were on your phone, I actually no, thought you were. No, this is not a live <laughs> portal <laughs> into the future Damn, of when we put this up. Okay, anyway. The, uh, the internet was confused, sexist, and excited. Um, not of what we just talked about. <laughs> no, no, no. The trailer. The trailer they had, I guess there's, what, there's two female leads now. So, okay. And, okay. Wait, wait, okay. I'm going to take over okay, the ship yeah, for a second. Go ahead. Because yeah. no, 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 no. I want to give everyone, without people talking over each other, a fair share to talk, say what they feel about it. Because I wanted to, this was our topic point of the week, really, is talking a little bit about Rogue One. But I do want to get out, first of all, the kind of kerfuffle yep. that happened on yeah. the internet yeah. as soon as this came out. So when we first were talking about Rogue One, um, and there was a little insider thing that leaked months and months ago, which was a simple little shot, which weirdly is not in this at all. I was waiting for that shot. That shot yeah. was cool. It was a really cool shot. Yeah. Um, 
And that leaked and they never brought it out, which is strange. Because it tends to be when something leaks nowadays, it's either controlled or they immediately get on damage control and bring it out officially. So at least you see the proper version. Never did. And we're waiting for Rogue One and we both, uh, I say we both, we all agreed that when they did this, they had to clarify to the general public, not to people in LA, not to people in the movie industry, not to people, geeks like us who know this shit, but what the fuck is Rogue One? Like they had to clarify, they had to get it out to the public of immediately, somewhere in the beginning of that, you have to have either a voiceover or words come up on screen or something that says, you know, before A New Hope or, you know, before Luke Skywalker or whatever bullshit you need to do. Something that makes it very clear straight away in this trailer. This is when this is set. This is what this movie is. Don't worry. You'll return to regular programming in 12 months time. Uh, they didn't do that. The internet was very confused. The public were pretty confused and some very good friends of mine who are huge star wars fans and i won't call out some of them who they are but i mean really big star wars fans give me their names <laughs> i will find them had no idea what this was and they were confused at what it was the second problem kerfuffle was it was a very disappointing and i thought we were way past this um very disappointing backlash of it having another female lead in the star wars film and people are upset about Dude. this. You're going to let us each address each of these points, right? Because no, I've got some very strong views. on. Well, here's the thing. Good. I don't want to even address the second one because I don't want to be a part of that conversation. Yeah. And I think the power we have of running a podcast is you choose when to be a part of a conversation when you don't. And sometimes not being a part of it is more powerful. Can I just call them names? <laughs> you, can call, you can call them cunts as much as you want, Alex. Well, but- I was thinking of calling them backward-thinking cavemen in their virginal wank shacks. All right. That's Woo, if they're in perfect. a version of Wang Shack, you cannot be happy for a sexy yeah. lady as a lead Exactly. Um, no, I really. frustration name. <laughs> I really don't want to give it the fucking time of day. That's a good point. Because it's yeah. so you atrocious. Just, you just can't do it. And we say a lot of stuff. No, I had to point it out no, because no, it's. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined it for us, Alex. We say a lot of stuff on this podcast that some people give me shit about because they think I'm not being feminist enough with stuff. We just want a level playing Which? field for everybody with everything. Um. It's not about quotas, it's not about numbers, it's not about this has to be a woman or this has to be a person of this race or whatever. This kind of reaction to something, though, I just can't even begin to abide. Mm-hmm. It's just disgusting. Uh, but yeah, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on... The positive! What you felt, oh. each of you, about the trailer. Sorry. And then we can have a little discussion about, you know, did, did they kind of fumble that in terms of confusing people with what it was? Let's start with, I guess, Crystal, have you seen the trailer? For the I have new- not. What is wrong with your week? Well, I'm sorry. You know what? You should probably give me a list of the uh, things you guys are going to talk about. <laughs> That's a very good point. That's a very, very good point. Okay, I tell you what, Justin, you bring it up. Yep. I'm going to bring it up. She can watch it. Can we we'll get some it. headphones for her? I've got some okay. headphones over here. Yeah, headphones right in my bag right here. Alex, I'm going to leave you till last. Nate, have you seen the trailer? Uh, oh, no. I Nate, doesn't, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was in Texas, dude. I just got back. Internet in Texas. No, <laughs> you were sleeping in a car watching a movie and drinking beer. I was okay. working right, so Nate. fucking hard you don't even know. Nate, Sweet. Nate. you don't know Nate, how just hard be- I was working. Just because you're engaged now doesn't mean you get to fucking do what you like. Alright, you put your headphones on. Yeah, you watch the Star Wars trailer and you shut up for a minute. Okay. Alex. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. I'm liking this new. Wait, Destiny, you not seen it? I've seen it, but I'm gonna watch it again. We're in film production mode, dude. <laughs> Alex. Al, it's gonna be you and me for a bit. Let's dude. do this. So, Alex, you oh, are, man. you know, famously. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, seen it. But I want to watch come, it too. Come down. Right. Okay. Peaceful. We're at a picnic. Right. You're in a quiet place. <sighs> there are birds in the sky. The sun's just setting. Is that what the sun sounds like when it's setting? 
Justin, yes. why don't you tell us and how you felt about the Rogue One trailer? Yeah. Um, Jared, why don't you get it? Don't want you to get it. Either talk or what's okay. the thing? Okay. 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 Um, how did I feel about it? Well, I don't even know where to start. Okay. The overall experience of watching the trailer, I was like, yes. The story that I wanted to hear about Star Wars, like that, how they got the Death Star plans, that's exciting to me. Um, when I was watching it, the first impression that I got was like that voiceover. It's, it didn't, it wasn't really synced in, so it did come off a little like weird. I was like, oh, this is a little kind of rough, tacky. But the more it progressed on, I was like, oh, awesome. It's back to like gritty Star Wars again, where everything's just kind of chaotic. People are pressed. It's effed up. You've got badasses left and right. Um, love Felicity Jones, by the way. Hey. Um, <laughs> and then Forrest wow. Whitaker's part, though. Uh, when he comes in, it kind of takes me out of it a little bit. I'm just like, dude, you're muscling this scene way too hard for me right now in this trailer. Um, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> she was handing me a phone. That's why I had to stop. But yeah, the set design looks amazing. It's it's immersive from that trailer. I, I was immersed and I was like, oh shit, what's happening? Like, what's gonna happen? You got, you know, was it Diego Luna and all that? You have that awesome fucking siren sound, which you can hear come from different headphones. Yes. <laughs> which, yeah, I love that sound from Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, there's those like covert ops stormtroopers in it. You've got this badass guy with a cape who's like a high up general who's probably in charge of overseeing the uh, construction of the Death Star he probably dies or gets fired I think there's like a little split second of like Darth Vader in it so he's or gotta Palpatine. be in it or Palpatine one of those dark dudes um, you've got different locations which that was my thing about uh, what was it called uh, Star Wars Force Awakens like Force Awakens great but it wasn't like the actual thing that George Lucas does which people are like oh, what the frick man like 4, 5, 6 the only good ones but he created new worlds every time. He created mm -hmm. something completely different. So this one has a completely different like setting and world, and that's the original like feeling of Star Wars. Is like, whoa, this is a new planet. There's new things. You got the AT T A T A T Walker things on the phone company. Yeah, the the phone company AT on AT 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 on a on like a jungle like tropical place, which is not in the snow anymore, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and yeah, it just it, I I liked it because it was, it was that immersive world that they originally had in the four, four five, and six. Okay, except for Forrest Whitaker. Crystal. Yeah, I believe uh, you've seen the trailer. How did I, you feel about <laughs> it? I just buy time. Well, I think he finish. makes a great point. I think that you know, originally Star Wars came out and it was this, um, this epic, illusion that people didn't think could exist they couldn't believe movie magic was happening that way and i think that trailer kind of brings it back to that um and some excitement that um has been lost because we're we're projectively moving closer towards doing so so many incredible things with the cinema mm. so i think that that was a great point that he had were you a fan of Force Awakens at all? Uh, no, no. Not the biggest? Not the biggest, yeah. Are you a Star Wars fan at all? Do you miss um, Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> I do love Star Wars. I think um, I think that, again, like I, I feel like in, in my own generation, I think that we missed that, um, the excitement of the cinema and 
the cinematography and all of that stuff, I think mm-hmm. that <laughs> these clowns over here pondering my thoughts. Um, <laughs> they're just they're just soaking every second in. Uh, yeah, when no. You say clowns, uh-huh. Do you yes. mean like the three of us or are these two? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there's nothing funny about you. Clowns. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, yeah, yeah, I think. So, but after Force Awakens, are you like, so if, I mean, this so I guess I'm you're kind of. I'm excited about I think that, I think it brings back the imagination. It brings back the excitement and, um, and, and not what you're expecting to see. Did you know this was happening, Rogue One? Did you, were you? Uh, I did not, actually. Okay. I so, mean, I, I, I heard that it was in the process, but. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. Nate. You just saw the film trailer. Trailer. <laughs> I hope I didn't just see the film. That's it. That's all they made. That was pretty fucking short, even short uh, by my me. standards. Um, wait, have you? Because I was, I had my headphones in. Have you already discussed your feelings? It was a good length, Nathan. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought as a trailer, it wasn't as successful as the previous Star Wars trailer that we just saw. Um, but I do think that, you know, based on the information in the trailer, that it could be interesting. Um, I personally am a fan of stories that delve into like the political minutia of a fantasy world. Oh, so you would like, like episode two and three then? No, 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 no. <laughs> because no, of course not. But like in the way that I like Game of Thrones, where it's like all about these like epic political struggles, like I think that this new Star Wars Rogue One kind of looks like it's about the sort of like political problem of like a distant time. Um, I'm a big Forrest Whitaker fan. That shit looked cool. Um, and can you tell me what do, what do you love Forrest Whitaker from? Ghost Dogs. Anything other than Ghost Dog? Not really. No. <laughs> Just checking because yeah. a lot of people I find definitely uh, not, not the Butler. He was shitty. I'm not trying movie. to make a point, but a lot of people keep saying they're like, Forrest Whitaker fan. I'm like, what from? But he was so fucking good in. Ghost he is Dog. so yeah. good in Ghost yeah. Dog, but that's more of I think good casting. It's just a role which is him. No, I'm sure I've seen him in other stuff that was cool. I just. You can't can't remember it. Think of what? Very yeah. memorable. Interesting point, actually. All right, fuck it. I hate Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> so the movie's going to be shit. He's, he's named after a geographical element. <laughs> um, so, Hound, so are you, are you excited for this then? Or do you not? You know, you're more. Uh, ex- dude, of course I'm excited. It's Would gonna you be, rather. It's going to be awesome. I just, like. Um, I don't think the trailer made me feel. Okay. Particularly excited. So you're more but, excited about the idea of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. What did you, did you? Really, would, we told me and Alex are waiting. Uh, <laughs> we're biding our time. They bring back the um, Royal Guards, I'm man. trying to think. I, I think that, Sorry. yeah, I mean, I think that that's really cool. I mean, you know, the, you trailer, run, the trailer leaves you with an interesting question. I can't remember exactly what they ask, but they're like, what? What do you become? What basically? do you become? Yeah. And, you know, it's like a Jedi. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that? Uh, I think they're pushing something else. I think there's a robot. But, I mean, surely that. Like surely that's what it is, though. I no, mean, say, yeah, what you so. say it again. The, the, the trailer leaves you with the final question, like, "What do you become?" And like, I guess like maybe because I'm not so immersed in the Star Wars fandom, like I didn't my my mind didn't go crazy. I was just like, "Oh, probably a Jedi." That's what. <laughs> no. Either the, the light side, the dark side, the opposite. Anyway, um, why don't you guys? Wait, 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 but Nate, would yeah. you rather see this or would you rather see the next like Star Wars 8? Um, I would rather person. Okay, you this might be controversial, but I would probably rather see this. Okay. Because like Justin pointed out, like I'm not... The last Star Wars movie didn't really do it for me because okay. it just rehashed every other fucking Star Wars movie. And I didn't... Like honestly, I liked the characters and I liked the first... Especially I liked the first like one third of the movie. 
when it was just getting into like the minutia of the world, like all that stuff I find very immersing. But when we just sort of like hear chimey sounds and we discover old Star Wars characters, I'm a bit like, we're just having a wank, aren't we? But um, Alex was. Alex was literally, <laughs> but otherwise metaphorically, it was very much like, we have to hit every Star Wars beat that ever happened in this one movie that just sort of implodes on itself and there's a surprise. Okay. But like movies like this, I always find more interesting because it's like, just like with comic books, like the comic books that interest me are like the Bizarro World comic books or like the offbeat comic books that take a step back and look at the superhero from a different perspective. Okay. Just like this, I think, may look at the Star Wars franchise from a different time or a different um, perspective. One last question for you. Yeah. Is wank an English word or an American word? Is that one? That's that a you, British word. But do you I use that in America as much or is that? Sometimes. I think Americans know what it means. Yeah, but is so it? If, if I said... If I said I wanked you off, would you? Would people know what that means? If you call I would someone, say it was the luckiest day of my life. <laughs> if you call someone a wanker over here, because that's a very English phrase, yeah. do you do that? Over here? Would you say that over it here? It wouldn't have its bite, but I think people. No, it would. People would be like, "Oh, I think that's like a Britishism for being like a jerk." <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. okay, that's good. Good. Now that we've clarified that. Wanker. Britishism. British use the c word very flippantly, and I find yeah. that. Offensive. I don't. I used it once earlier, and because and my ears they still hurt. It. <laughs> they deserve it. Term of endearment in Australia, is it? Yeah. In oh, Scotland, it's what you say at your wedding. It's like yes. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Very Alex. Um, so, you are our resident Star Wars. Like so, before or uh, well, normally after we do podcasts, you like to regale people with extended universe Star Wars stories. I like to regale Katie and Bethany because they <laughs> truly appreciate everyone. They, very, they will stop what they're doing. You have a patient wife to turn around <laughs> and uh, and listen to me. Um, you know, lately I've been talking about uh, Han Don't Solo. Do it. Don't do it right now. Han Solo. Alex, yes. you and I have really talked. Did you hear my pick for the star, uh, Han Solo? Yeah, I did. I showed it to him. Yeah. Alex, you and I... Uh, you texted me to be all excited about this and stuff, and I but I didn't really get you. You know, we purposely didn't talk about it, mm-hmm. so I don't really know how you feel. Yeah, so I'm excited to find out. As the biggest Star Wars fan here by far, mm-hmm. how do you feel about Rogue One? Okay, so I will start by just saying that I can. When you say start, how long is this gonna? <laughs> how long are we got for? Okay. No, the first thing I will I will just quickly delve into is yes, I can completely understand why the internet is confused. I think Disney has kind of been in a weird sort of tricky little spot with this coming off the back of the force awakens which was clearly going to be huge and then run into the new year you know they couldn't delay releasing this any longer but they're releasing it off the back of what is still hugely successful the dvd for the force awakens has just come out Mm -hmm. so inevitably people are going to yeah to 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 be a bit confused especially because most people don't know about this film or know that it was in production. Particularly it, since the Disney have spent the last three months talking about Star Wars 8 and releasing production photos from Star so Wars 8. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, why, and that's what we were asking is, why are you yeah. jumping a film? Why are you immediately talking about 8 and you're not even talking yeah. about Rogue One yet? Yeah, so I completely understand. And I mean, Disney did say right off the bat when they took over Lucasfilms that, you know, this was one of their first kind of projects. Well, it was their first project announced outside of the, the trilogy. So, yeah, but most people don't... Don't follow along with that stuff. So get, yeah, I get it. How do I feel? I'm fucking excited. I loved it. I loved it. I loved the, the, when the first kind of teaser leaked, um, yeah, that was super cool with the voiceover. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, talking about the dark times, the times of the empire. 
um, and then it's like panning up to the Death Star in, in, in the sky uh, from whatever planet they were on. Um, and then, yeah, and then this dropped. And for me, the first thing that, that just jumped out at me was the aesthetic and feel completely like just nailed it and was a throwback to the original trilogy even to the fact that everyone was speaking in british accents mm. um which i really liked um and the costume and set design was yeah. super spot on it just it looked it looked beautiful and for me like if disney's going ahead with these stories uh outside of the the sort of trilogy canon like these are the stories i want i don't want i've said it many times before i don't want to go down the route of like following characters like han solo yeah. or exploring uh characters like yoda or whatever for me it's like leave them to that main which they're theme. doing with the other two like the other ones have announced well they've announced the han solo one yeah and then there's rumors of a boba fett one yeah for me like when i enjoyed reading the expanded universe uh books which is now called legends because it's not part of the canon the story's time the, wasted. The story, yeah, I know. <laughs> but a lot of knowledge that I can recount. Uh, what I what I enjoyed about those was the stories that existed within the universe, but you know, flitted in and out of the main story, or the characters like Luke or Leia would sort of drop in and out um, and interact with whoever was the protagonist in these stories. So this is perfect. Like this is mentioned in New Hope uh, when Mon Mothma talks about how many Bothan spies died getting this information about the Death Star. You see Mon Mothma in the beginning of this trailer um, talking, like setting up the plan. Good, good casting though. That Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma is one? the same one as... Uh, yeah. She played Mon Mothma in Revenge yeah. of the Sith as mm. well. So Just I love like, that continuity. But then kind of a yeah. backward... They cut out all her dialogue. Yeah, so yeah. in the background. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited. Another thing that I'm really excited about is that this, compared to... Uh, I mean, I was really excited when the Force Awakens trailer dropped. Part of that excitement was like, fuck yeah, someone like they're, you know, doing Star Wars how it, the tr- like the prequel should be done. There was part of that idea of like someone has to make up for the prequels. Um, and I watched it and I liked it, but, you know, everything reflected. It was great, but I don't think it was the best one by far. Um, whereas this, it just looks like a cool war film set in the Star Wars universe, yeah. which I really like, yeah. which I think yeah. is really cool. Um, and you know Gareth Edwards if you go if like if for example I use monsters as a reference beautiful thing about that was that it was about the characters um, and all the crazy shit happening around them if he has that much kind of focus with his characters in this it'll be fucking cool set like during war so I'm excited for those reasons it's easy to forget that Star Wars is about war right yeah it's it's like it's like we, we forget that it's like Oh, it's about fantasy and all this other shit. Like, no, it's about like war and the yeah. rebels are the fucking good guys. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know. And this, and this, you know, this looks like a true just sort of like dogfight without the kind of, you know, I love all the Jedi stuff, but the fact that this is sort of slightly removed, but, and from the trailer, there's still that hint of certainly of the Emperor and potentially Darth Vader. Like, I love that that's looming over it. Whether we see them or not, like I don't care. I hope we. I hope nothing's revealed in the next set of trailers, mm. as far as they go. Whether they're in it or not, or whether they're sort of talked about, um, yeah, that's fucking cool. I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. Yeah, it it has wow. that dark, that dark feeling to it, where yeah, the yeah. dark times are there, and you're like, oh shit, like gonna go down. Yeah, sorry. Yes. I just want to add. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm I don't know, I'm in a weird spot with it because 
I mean, Gareth Edwards, you know, he's my hero. So mm-hmm. just, I don't know if I've really said it on this podcast, but Gareth Edwards is why I got back into doing filming. Because um, I went to film school and then I spent about eight years in music and I was too shy to do filming because it was all film at that point. And then it did, eventually digital got to the point where you could just do things with a small crew. And I met Gareth Edwards when he had done Monsters and it was a film I'd always wanted to make. It was just, just really annoying and wonderful at the same time. <laughs> And I met him and he was really lovely to me. And then I did a press junket and I talked to him and then we emailed back and forth. And he really inspired me. He was just like, just go and do it. Just go and buy a camera and fucking do it and buy something cheap. And that's how I made my first short film. So I'm really here because of him. And I'll always put a thank you at the end of any of my films because whether or not he might never want that, <laughs> even if one day I'm lucky enough to become successful, um, I just still, on a personal level, feel indebted to him. Um, and so I've really, you know, he, all, he's, all he's done is monsters, which cost, um, it's it's hard to know exactly how much, but from conversations I've had with him and reading a lot of stuff, it's around about $200,000 for mm-hmm. monsters. Um, and then Godzilla, what's his second film, yep. which was insane. And for me, the flaws with Godzilla, and I know from, yeah, when I did talk to him, he had problems with controlling that because it's a beast and doing your first studio movie it's crazy and you know there's so many people you're compromising with and i don't want to do the thing of well the bad bits i did like in godzilla weren't his fault but you know i'm sure some of them weren't i'm sure some of the things were just studio decisions um but it's like godzilla had a much more character in it than most yeah. hollywood blockbusters like it was, absolutely it was a cool movie other than you know some problems um so i've been crazy excited for this and i've absolutely been more excited for it than force awakens my only problem really comes with yeah, I love the whole war thing. I love the idea of stuff not having to roll around main characters. I hope everyone doesn't tie into everything else. The internet's going crazy. Yeah. That, that's maybe the one this bit. is the mother of Daisy yes. and all yeah. this shit. It's like yeah. I don't want that yeah. because it's meant to be a galaxy or a universe. Yeah, and for me, for that to be just revolving around three or four families is really narrow and boring. It becomes uh, yeah, I, I completely yeah. agree with that. That was uh, that was the thing I forgot to mention was that. Yes, yeah, so some of those rumors of like, oh, there's that shot when you see the guy in the black cape and the imperial, uh, what are the red guard, the imperial guard, and um, there's the tank and people are like, oh, is that maybe um, Supreme Leader Snoke? Mm. And it's like, I don't want bits to go backwards now to link to yeah. the new trilogy and but then probably kind of will. drop it all in. So then you've got mm. this huge, bigger arc. It's like, yeah. it almost definitely will. And I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. Like one or two of those, I'll be very happy with. You know, if they just do it, and then there's something cool at the end that does, you know, make oh fuck, cool. Like you get Darth Vader for one second, you know, yeah. one second. You know, what I mean, like one little scene, or just a voice off screen, or something cool, or they will in you and McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if you know, I would love one or two, but I just don't want it to be this overriding thing of all the characters linking to everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's just not what I want. Um, my problems with it, are like. My my only problems with it, kind of my only problem with the actual trailer itself, is kind of is 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 the lead, um, right. and it's not that I have a problem with her, but it's just there's a couple of shots where she's talking. And it's just like we're talking about it off podcast, but it's that female trope of trying to be tough mm-hmm. and just acting like you're acting to be tough. She yeah. seems yeah. a little bit, you know, which is like I'm a rebel, I rebel. And like all right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, calm down. And then she says <laughs> something else, and she's, you know, like what did yes, you say? Sir. Yeah, so like, yes, sir. To is that it's like almost pedestrian, like. No, it's just a little bit. She doesn't seem that interesting to me yet. The film does, mm-hmm. and the world does, mm-hmm. but from the little I've seen of her, and I know I'm sure she's meant to seem interesting to me because they're trying to look at this cool character. She's very different from the others, and she's rough mm-hmm. and shredding. It's like I don't really believe that, and it's not interesting enough for me just for someone to be grumpy and bullshy. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like I want to see something interesting about them as a character or something personal that I can resonate with. So I'm still waiting for that, and I'm sure it will be in there. Uh, but that was yeah. my only real criticism. Um, 
my other criticism is purely we just came off Force Awakens and like, as much as I love this and I think uh, you know on a personal level I would be more excited for this than Force Awakens definitely um, I'm not and I think it's purely because you know when the Force Awakens trailers came out last year hadn't seen anything <laughs> like that bless yeah, you yeah. in Sorry. decades mm-hmm. and when we had last seen it the trailers were alright actually for the first episode you know episode one, two, three films but the films were not good Yeah. so it's been a long time if not my entire lifetime since I've seen the Star Wars trailer that was fuck me this is Star Wars and it looks incredible and The Force Awakens did that and I was so excited and I remember us being on this podcast and you and me and Nate going to watch I it I didn't want to watch it Alex didn't want to watch it and then you finally <laughs> came through and watched it and oh did you watch it later no I, no, I watched it like 10 it. minutes after yeah, you guys right. you're like, I'm never watching it I'm not going to watch it I'm just going to wait till the film wait till the film alright I'll go watch it and I was so excited. I just, we came through like, that was fucking amazing. And this didn't make me feel that way. Yeah. And I think, yeah, sure. It's partly, you don't have that nostalgia of everyone's back. The music's back, not hinted well, at like in this, the music is like yeah. bombastic in the yeah. trailer. Um, and it was the first time, you know, so. And it was really good with The Force Awakens. Yes. Cause there was that time period. And I think the way they released their the sequence of, of the two teasers and then the main trailer. Yeah. Were just so well cut so and well such done. like, it, it was so climactic in the way that it built to that that moment in the in the last trailer yeah. with the uh, the Millennium Falcon and the big rise in the score. Like the language, the I, language was better. The way I look like at my it, father has yeah, it. It's yeah, just yeah, like all that shit was more. It was more effective as a trailer. But I just think there's the wind up is so successful with that. You know, mm-hmm. the way I look at it is if you look at the Marvel Universe, Captain America Two is way better than Avengers. Guardians yeah. is way better than Avengers. Civil War will be way better, probably, than any of them. I will never be as excited as I was the first time I went and see Avengers with any other Marvel movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And Avengers is nowhere near as good a movie as any of those other movies. But that excitement of that first time, everyone's together, you've had years of that wind-up, you know, it yeah. was fucking great. And that's how Force Awakens was. So even though I think this will be a better movie, no, I'm not as excited for it. Um, but I absolutely have faith in Gareth. To, I'm really hoping this is the one where he gets you know he's got the power because Godzilla made good money I'm mm-hmm. hoping he's had the power to kind of get his personality all over this um, yeah he's excited I sent him an email to say so as well <laughs> I don't email him very often I was like fucking love your trailer yeah um, so to destroy the Death Star <clears throat> just a spoiler alert you have to shoot Proton torpedoes into a little <laughs> hole it's no more than two Pro- meters Proton yeah. or Photon Photon sorry uh, and then he's like <laughs> and, then, and then the guy's like um, like, that's shoot. impossible and then Luke goes that's not impossible we used to shoot womp rats like that on my T-16 back home they're no more than two meters <laughs> yeah it's true story uh, oh also I didn't like Forrest Whitaker in this yeah. I like his voiceover I didn't like him when you see him I thought he looked ridiculous yeah it's too much Ridiculous is um, a strong word. I was going to say, her character and then describing her, I was like, wait, this is kind of just like a setup for Star Trek, the first one, mm-hmm. where he's kind of a rebel, and then they talk about how he's a rebel, oh, yeah. and then he becomes the captain, which he's going to be like a leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This looks less fun, though, and more serious, which yeah. I appreciate. But. I really like that sound of... <laughs> yeah, if they did the whole film just with a siren, that'd be yeah. great. <laughs> That's all you need. Um, all right, there you go. Rogue One. Um, yeah, we need to get out. Yeah, uh, we're gonna move very quickly into a little section we like to call Chris Brad. Can you give me some money? Money, can you give me some money? money. money. Did you miss that? Were you money. singing it in Texas, money. Nate? Uh, no, I don't know. Sometimes that. you sing that song, you said in the shower sometimes when you're watching. That's what I'm so for the uninitiated, uh, such as yourself, Crystal, that little jingle means it is time for this week's. 
movie and game releases. Ooh. We will rush through these because we are short on time. Uh, coming up first. Well, technically, we don't know because we're not sure when we're going to die. So we could have plenty of time. We are going Very forever. We don't know. <laughs> so Number coming one. out this Friday, April 15th, the first film, The Jungle Book. Directed by, my notes here say, Don Favreau. <laughs> Don, is that John Favreau's? <laughs> Could be John Favreau's brother. <laughs> Stars Neil Setti, Bill Murray, Idris Elba, Ben Kingsley, Scarlett Johansson, and Christopher Walken. What did you hold? You held, you held yourself. I, I love, love, love Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. great. Oh, yeah. He's a beauty. My name is John Luther. Who's yeah. gonna, John Luther. Ripley. Who's going to go see Jungle Book? I probably Me. not. John Wick? Two? I'm definitely going There's to see Jungle Book. <laughs> Sounds like something I'd pirate when I'm feeling really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. You get to have Bill Murray Why? singing Depression blues songs. Yeah. Anything that brings me back to my childhood. So I'm you, you, you like these live action Disney remakes though? Yes, I do. You're a big fan? I do. So you were talking about this beforehand. You you love anything yet that brings you back to your yeah, childhood. Yeah, Fun yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super toaster. nostalgic. No. Yes. I would anything that brings me back there. Did you, uh, did you, <laughs> sometimes it's just hard to find the will. Um, did you have a Disney film growing up? That was your favorite. Like, Oh my gosh. So many. Um, I definitely was super obsessed with the little mermaid and mm. I sang everywhere I went. <laughs> um, I, I had two jobs when I was seven years old and I didn't we all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, how did you I, have two jobs when you were seven? <laughs> Um, well, my, my mother owned a cleaning company. And okay. so, um, at night after school, I would clean a Hertz court, Hertz car rental and a hospital. Can you, do you have people's addresses? Cause I'm going to let y'all get them. Cause this sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, it was insanely stupid. Um, Hustle. but that's, Hustle. that's, that's what your my life. parents did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, life. they wanted us to learn the value of a dollar and so that was what we did so i didn't really have an escape until i would go away to my grandparents house and i would watch movies and pretend and just be a kid mm. um jump on the trampoline and do all that kind of I fun stuff so um my grandparents actually had a trampoline inside their house that's a bad idea that like it had like a a floor that covered it what? Yeah, this is insane. So it's, like like, so it's on the floor level? Yeah. That's so cool. It was like trampoline, trampoline on floor level, and then the floor would cover it, and you would lift it up, or it would go down, and it, there was a full court basketball like a court. <gasps> what? <Yeah>. What? <laughs> what magical kingdom did you grow up in? My grandparents were amazing. Sounds like your grandparents... I'm sorry. I'm going to get involved in personal shit. But it sounds like your grandparents probably should have given your parents some money so you didn't have to bust your ass so hard <laughs> while you were growing up. Court. It didn't yeah. matter because... Oh, yeah. I mean... Whatever. My parents... Trying to get involved. Yeah. I just no. sorry. Snap judgment. <laughs> you can come back for no, one. We'll do a special my, cast on. My grandparents would give them money, and they oh. wouldn't. Yeah. So. Well, oh, good to okay. know. Whole story there. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. Eighty nineties, dude. Eighty. No, come yes. on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your flow. That was really shitty. So I'm you're, sorry. Yes, so you're excited for Jungle so, Book. Yes, um, I'm excited for Jungle Book. I love everything that is nostalgic of of just being a kid and being. Um, just being a kid. Fair enough. So you're most excited for the Little Mermaid live action one they're doing. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, be where the <laughs> as long as I can be a mermaid. 
Also coming out this week, <laughs> Walking What's Around it called? the Nose. Yes, we what have uh, a movie called Criminal, which is uh, in a last-ditch effort to stop a diabolical plot, a dead CIA a operative's memories. <laughs> anyway, it's a CIA film. It stars uh, Robin Hood, Deadpool, and Wonder Woman. I love Robin Hood. So, in other words, Kevin Costner, uh, my notes here say Brian Baynalds, and Gal Gadot. Gadot. So lots of uh, well, so two very cool people, and then Kevin Costner. Let me be in your film, I, guys. I love Kevin Costner. He was in. I'm a Kevin Costner apologizer. He was in some of the greatest films ever made. The Postman. Fact. Postman. Yeah, Waterworld. But, but not made greater by him being in it. Yeah, somewhere. What's your favorite Kevin Costner? Oh, film? name one. JFK. It's phenomenal. Ooh, okay. Oh, JF. Oh. Do you really want me to do it? Because I have the first. No, we don't have time. The fuck up, man. <laughs> the first ten minutes of my film Geeks are literally one person arguing why everyone's unfair to Kevin Costner because all they remember is shitty films, and he's in so many good films. Kevin. Costner okay, I just want to know your top three Kevin Costners. Oh, you wait. JFK. Read the, you read the next thing, and I'll come back to it. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, which is this movie? I'm actually looking forward to when yeah, I saw the trailer. Seriously, me too. Uh, Green Room which is a horror film. Uh, after witnessing a murder, a punk rock band is forced into a vicious fight for survival against a group of maniacal skinheads. Stars Anton Yelchin, Imogen Poots, Alia uh, Shawkat, and Sir Patrick Stewart. You have a sir I in there? I love Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Al, what do you think? You're a horror... Uh, I'm really excited for Green Room for one simple reason. This is the follow-up um, film from the guys who made Blue Ruin. And Blue Ruin is a film we're using a lot oh, yeah, as, a, as a template for how we're doing our film because it was made for very little money. They put all their own money in it. They bought the C300 that this podcast is filmed on if you're watching it on YouTube. Same camera. Hey. Uh, very cheap camera considering. Um, and way. they're a great testament to indie success. So this is a follow-up to the money they made from Blue Ruin. I'm very excited for it because festivals loved it. Said it was very spooky. Excellent. Spooky. I uh, like the spookies. spookies. You do like the spookies. And finally coming up is Colon Colonia. <laughs> Colon is <laughs> Which is a young woman's desperate search for her abducted boyfriend that draws her into the infamous Colonia Dinidad. Dignidad. A sect nobody ever escaped from. It's by a German director called Florian Gallenberger. Stars Emma Watson. So that's it for this week's movie releases. I'll just recap that. I've got The Juggle Book, Criminal, The Juggle Book, Green Rom, and Colon. Colon here. Colon here. And uh, that's it for movie releases. <laughs> Moving on to video game releases, which are coming out when you will be listening to this podcast, Tuesday, April 12th. We have first coming up. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of this one. I don't think we've talked about it at all. Dark Souls 3. Woo! 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 Who's, play, who's playing that? Who's committed to that torture? Because I'm gonna, out. We're going to do something. I cannot do that to myself. Oh, Justin. Yeah, Me and Justin's doing it. Adrian's doing it as well. We're going to do some Twitch feeds when I'm back from my travels. Might even do some while I'm on my travels. I'll probably need yeah, really so just to, just to uh, <laughs> share with our listeners, uh, last week Al put a, a bunch of games uh, on the table and sort of asked who wants to play what. Um, and these guys nominated Dark Souls 3. I chose Quantum Break. Nate, what did you end up choosing? Quantum Breaks. Um, a career. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shit! Your words don't hurt me! No, um, actually, I, I was going to choose um, Quantum Break, but then I didn't have time. 
So yeah. Uh, Alex, this has been the longest podcast ever and we didn't get around to two essential things. One was talking about your feelings in Quantum Break. Mm-hmm. So you had the job of playing some of it. Yep. Can you summarize your feelings very quickly? Uh, look, I was a bit skeptical about the breaking into the episode thing because I thought it would wreck the rhythm a little bit. Uh, however, I have enjoyed it. I feel like... Uh, you know, games visually look good enough now to work in a sort of more seamless way where they can sh- shift into live action stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think the episode itself was maybe a little bit long, but very cinematic, which really surprised me. It looked like something that would you could run on TV. Yeah. Like it didn't look like, oh, this is just made for a video game. Well, this is one of the things... We're just going to... Fuck it. We're just going to split this podcast online <laughs> because it's going to be too long now. We're just going to split yeah. it up. It's going to be our first one. We're going to split it up. Because um, that was one reason I wanted to talk to Chris about it because it's interesting with mocap now. Like, so this game Quantum Break just came out. Some big people right. in it. You got Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's one of the leads. You got Sean, Iceman. Sean Ashmore. Uh, you got yeah, Sean Ashmore. I stood behind him once. And, uh, he has a twin brother. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got um the dude from um the uh, from the Lord of the Rings. Ah, and Lost. Uh, oh, yeah. one of the Hobbits. Yeah. Um. The yeah. guy from Lost and Abandoned Lost. Oh, Remember him? Nice. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. yeah. Anyway, you got a bunch of cool people. Actually, one of my client, one of my clients, one of my manager's clients. <laughs> he's a friend with Justin. We just found out, which is weird. She's in it as well. Yeah, Amelia. Amelia she's Rose awesome. Blair. She's the cop in it, Alex. Oh, yeah. Nice. She was. She was in Scream. She was in. Yeah, she's cool. Um, I am so because we're moving to a weird place with the mocap where you're getting more and more like yeah, like Rise of the Tomb Raider. She looks incredible in that, right? And she looks so realistic. Obviously not real realistic but you know movement and detail it feels coherent yeah i mean they they were talking about um on the uh behind the scenes they literally went in so that you could like see the pores on her face like it was so detailed and so um so dynamic what they were trying to do and i think that it came across really good i think that it's just going to continue to get better and um, I think it's great because I mean, there's only so many films that come out, and then you get an opportunity to do mocap, and and then an artist gets to work on that form of you as well. So it's like giving, you know, many more jobs <laughs> to this. And it's very weirdly small... kind of preserved in a way. Yeah, as well. exactly. Because there's stuff you can do with some of those elements and other things. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna pause this conversation one second, Allison. I've just noticed you're still here. You can run away. <laughs> Because this is going on way too long and you're just standing even off camera and just listening to this, which is crazy. Crazy. So go and live your life. There's a whole city. Oh, that's kind of mean. She's kind of like, or if you're having fun, you can stay. Don't no one's having fun. No one's listening anymore. No one's watching. Everyone went. Well, she might have been enjoying it. She's like, wow. Are you, are you man, leaving? I really want to know what these guys have to say about Quantum Break. That's what she's waiting for right now. Allison, you've been amazing. Too hard. <laughs> no, too hard. We're about to start talking about quantum break. Hugs all around. Hugs no all around. Hug break. Hug break. Rejected. Yeah. You are not Thank as you loved. for everything today. Uh, <laughs> see ya. Rejected um, on the podcast. Yeah. Um, it's this game looks beautiful. Even mm. you know playing it because I've I'm lucky enough to have this projector. We play stuff on 110 inch screen. It makes games look horrible. Mm-hmm. This game looks fucking beautiful. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I'm finding it. I don't, I did moving. So this game, Crystal, I don't know if you've heard of it, but they go from playing the actual game to an episode of a TV show. 
to playing the game to an episode of the TV show, mm. but it's integrated into it. And as you make decisions, you watch a different episode of the TV show. Right. So you won't see all the episodes they right, shot. Right, right, right. You'll see like one. And then what happens in it will affect different bits in the story. Not in a huge branching way, but there's, you right. know, but in some ways. Um, which is really cool. And then at the end, when you just before you get the TV show, it tells you the decisions you made and who else made them. So I got could I played it a bit late, so a bunch of my friends' things came up and it said, this right. friend did this. Yeah, so I saw Was that one of the only ones that made that choice? You were, you, yeah. I think I was in a pretty low... Bracket. Yeah, I was going to say, that was a weird choice to make. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got to play this game at some point. But I just found it... I find it really gimmicky. I find mm. it really yeah. needless to move into the TV show. Yeah. Um, actors who are playing their mocap version in the game and then playing, obviously, themselves in reality, mm. in real life, in the live right. action show. And that's weird. It's just kind of jarring because yeah. I'm getting used to, wow, it's so beautiful. The faces look amazing. And then you see them in the live action right. thing. You're like, oh... And then it just reminds you of how much they don't look like themselves right. when you go back to the game. Um, yeah, it was funny with that. There was a point when I was like, oh, cool. They're, they're introducing new characters in the live action that aren't <laughs> going to be in the game. Yeah. And then, yeah, the more the game characters started filtering in, I think I sort of had that reaction of just like, I mean, I, I, I still felt very accepting of it just because, yeah, the quality's the still so good. high, but... I totally it's not. It's not like a Daredevil. It's more like an Agents of Shield than a Daredevil for me. Yeah, yeah. Show. It's like it's totally fine. I wouldn't watch it if I was if it was just out as a TV show. Um, yeah, personally, still, it's not it's bad. It's still better than what I expected for a video game. Yeah, yeah. But it's um, but I mean, it's got good pedigree in it. It's good actors in it. Mm. It's but it's just kind of. I don't see that the game is better for having this the TV mm-hmm. episodes in it. It's just more yeah. interesting as an idea but I don't actually think it helps the game in any way. It's kind of just pick your medium and tell your story. And if there is a way to go move back and forth, find something more interesting than literally just, oh, I play two hours of the game and then I sit for half an hour and watch an episode yeah. and then I play two. It's like, I get that that's a cool idea. I want to be on board with that, but I don't feel it adds anything. Yeah, well, it's funny because for me also after, um, after the moments in the live action part where I saw the consequences of my choices, which happened pretty much immediately in the live action section, yeah. I kind of was like, oh, cool, great. And then... Half watched it. I see. I sort of tuned out and and kind of dropped Mm. in and out of it. Um, But the gameplay is really cool. But the gameplay is awesome. Like it's very fluid. I'm increasingly learning as I get older. I just don't care about shooting people anymore. (laughs) So I'm like something, yeah, like Tomb Raider or like even Uncharted. There's huge amount of shooting which drive me crazy. But the story is so good that I'm happy to go get through that. With this, I'm like the story isn't good enough. It's a good story, but it's not good enough for me to really care enough with the fighting yeah. and right. the fighting mechanics are really cool they're really fluid but they give it to you very early they give you all the powers very mm. early yeah and then i'm finding already and i'm i've only played for a few hours i'm already about 40 percent through 50 percent through and i'm how many so you've seen one episode i'm at the beginning of the second episode now. right mm. yeah i'm almost up there um and i'm just a, not i'm just a little bit bored you know i'm just kind of well i don't really care about shooting people and mm. but it's beautifully put together yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. quantum break done <laughs> uh, so what sorry uh, did you get through the releases uh, yeah so uh, computer games releases, Dark Souls big uh, Dark Souls 3 which is what you guys have chosen so we'll be talking about that next week yeah we will uh, or when I get back from if my you day. guys are still alive presumably it's gonna be a tough one um, yeah it's gonna be pretty gnarly I've, I've just finished watching play video games after playing that yeah I've just finished watching the IGN play through the first one where they got someone who'd never played Dark Souls before to play the first one and it's a 17, 16, 17 episode series. Each episode's an hour long and they're edited Jesus. down heavily. One episode took them a full week 
to do one bit that they were trying to get <laughs> through. Really? And it's so... So I sent this to Adrian because he was like, I want to play. And I was like, watch this so you know what you're getting yourself in, into. And he started watching, I don't know, about four days ago. He just sent me a text going, I just finished all 17 episodes. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so glad someone else is as dorky as me that they find this entertaining. But it's just so funny. You just watch these three dudes... Go, who are on the UK podcast for IGN yeah. you watch them start off as friends and then they just like hate each other and then they're just going crazy and singing songs and then like it's a journey oh I don't know yeah, if I can do wonderful. it yeah. <laughs> I'm um, up to the challenge now this is, this is a oh, war of Nate, attrition Nate, yeah it's like this is you're, a war of attrition. you're fighting against uh, like a wave that just never ends yeah. you can never break through like, Someone, like the controls or like no, what do you no. mean uh, it's difficult the force like, of the game is like, like it's fighting difficult. against you it literally is going to break you down it will break you it will break you and then you're like i think i think i could do this and then you think you fix yourself nope. but no you're just broken plus it, because it will tell you now. nothing yeah absolutely <laughs> and then, nothing uh, and things will happen and suddenly you realize oh that's perma damage so your life is now a half and because it was at you know yeah. you know a little bit down things get more impossible and then your sword breaks and then you can't then you just get damaged some more and then you don't save in the right place or you save then because all you can do and every time you save all the fucking enemies in the Wait, world so come back to like, life again yeah when when you say perma damage does that mean when you you, you can re- never get that back you, again when you reward you can. It, it's back to like yeah local. and so then every time you're doing the thing that you had trouble doing it's impossible more it's harder for you every time you try and then you're mm. fucking going down and down and down this is only under certain circumstances but it won't explain that's this that's kind of interesting though just, like oh. I, I want it that way I want it to change I want it to be different so that you know you can't get the codes from someone and, yep. and be better but do you like, do you <laughs> well, hey, do you want Crystal come around and play some Dark Souls yeah. come yeah. if you, you thought Rocket League was difficult <laughs> if, if you like Stockholm Syndrome well this game is yeah, a just game watch, for you so do a search um, for IGN prepare to try um, and watch a couple of so those So do videos. people just like never finish the game? Is that Oh, people do. Most people do. I mean, people but. play it with the rock band drum control. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so like... Really? Yeah, yeah. But it's the internet. It's almost done everything. So yeah. wait, wait. Let me just ask, like, what... What am I trying to ask? What percentage of people who start to play the game oh, do you think finish? Nothing. Uh, I would say you're talking about under a percent probably. Really? Yes. Yeah. And also hmm. there's... I have a friend who's crazy and 100% games <laughs> and he no he 100% like Dark Souls Bloodborne I'm all doing that. it with this and, one and the super gnarly like skill or difficulty it's insane I watch it well, he like, does what? it at the hardest difficulty yeah and I'm just it. and he, like he was playing this one boss for maybe like two and a half weeks I'm like dude is, but this is the thing. So close to killing this guy. Just Sorry, fucking no, 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 stop. Go ahead. No, 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 no. How no, do you drop no, in and out no, you. playing a boss? Like, no, no, so no, no, no. He played it dying. every day. Right. Uh, I mean, like, we, we you know, he so just what, like, pick he it up at night and you play. And but play. would you rather be finished with a game two days after you get it? Or have difficulty and it takes you a while to master it? Oh, this is a game it? that takes a year. And it's okay. fine. The, yeah, that I'm you're done. well paying your money's worth. Yeah, because you will, true. you won't, that you'll play thing. forever and ever, and like you know, I mean, at least you're investing in something that is gonna last a long time oh, instead yeah. of it's, getting something and you're like, oh, great, yeah. like the thing I with Dark it Souls in, in, in yeah. three days. Oh, this is, no, but this is genuinely the thing with Dark Souls. If you are sensible and smart, and it does help if you have some prior knowledge because you'll know these certain things that I'm saying that can fuck you, and you just have to restart your game because there's no way out of it. But if you're sensible and smart, anyone can finish Dark Souls. They really can. Like, anyone can do it. What's beautiful about the game is the thing that fucks you, it's your ego. 
and it's you playing it like you'd play on any other video game where no, at some point you get sloppy and at some point you're just like i'll just get one extra hit in. it's like no you can't ever do that you have yeah. to get one hit in fucking parry get off one hit in parry get off and it's all about patience and if you're patience to begin with and you grind it like that by the later levels you're actually really powerful and it's like they'll still throw in something that you know it's a curveball but it's totally hand totally handable um this is a handable i would be so i would be so bad at this game because i am so impatient when it comes to video games like, yeah you you wouldn't i could not I, I should not seriously just watch one of these videos because they're really funny anyway so it's worth yeah. watching and it'll give you an idea this is apparently the hardest one as well because this is their last one you and i should play it i'm like too uh, impatient for NBA three. To what's get. the next game uh so coming out is ratchet and clank Yes. Yeah. This is just the reviews went up yesterday. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, it's got fantastic reviews. So this is a brand new Ratchet and Clank game. This is technically a remake of the original Ratchet and Clank game. The film is coming out this month or next month or whatever right. cinema. Uh, this looks like a Pixar film that you're playing. It's so, wow. it's so it's, pretty. It's, yeah, look at the trailer, so but I haven't seen it. Also coming out is. Yeah, oh, Risk of Rain? No, that's not a real game. Uh, stories, The Path of Destinies. <laughs> no. Uh, that's it. Ratchet and Clank, Dark Souls Three. Enjoy. Wait, wait, wait. So everyone has to pick a name. movie and a game. Okay. This week, what would you put your money in? Uh, the Jungle Book. Uh, I'm going to Green Room. Wait, wait are you guys talking about uh, the wait. top box top? No, no, no. We're just picking oh, which one. Oh, the movie that I would see would be Green Room. Yeah, I'd go Green Room. Yeah. Green Room. Like Crystal Little Look. Mine's Jungle, 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 Jungle Book. For sure. Um, Don't even need to see it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Forget it. Probably um, Green Room. Yeah. Okay, you got outvoted, Crystal. The uh, official. Of I <laughs> <laughs> the only girl. <laughs> I know. I said Jungle Book, and then I switched it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So we're You're saying go see the green room oh, and crazy. video games. I'm saying play some Dark Souls. Do oh, it. I'm gonna do Risk of Bane. <laughs> I'm gonna do Ratchet and Clank. Love my Ratchet and Clank. I love the dark, the darkest souls. Crystal, you the gonna deciding. have to try the. Dark yeah, that was yeah. the correct answer. Yeah. Official podcast I mean, I have recommendation. To try it now you guys really Sock sold me dolls. on it. It's super Play some dark souls. Uh, box office. We didn't do predictions last week because Alex wasn't I here. Did. So what's the fun? Did you? Yeah, the boss is gonna do number one. Is what I, I was said. Here. You weren't here last week. Yeah, I was here week either. For yeah, I was. Oh, Nate week. wasn't here. It was a bad week for he me. He was dead. We were uh, number <laughs> here are the top twenty films of the last week. I saw the light. It's at number twenty. Uh, the Force Awakens, number 19. Oh. Kung Fu Panda 3, 18. Everybody Wants Some at 17. London Has Fallen at 16. Demolition at 15. Midnight Special at 14. I still haven't seen that film. I really want yeah, to see, I it. see it. Hello, my name is Doris, number 13. I just like reading that one out. I'm going to be sad when it's gone. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Meet the Blacks at number 12. Hello. Wait, I'm, what was I want to be like the little caterpillar in Labyrinth. Hello. Hello. My name's Doris. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's how he speaks. Deadpool at number 11. Iron Sky at number 10. 10 Cloverfield Lane at number 9. The Divergent series Allegiant at number 8. God's Not Dead 2 at number 7. Miracles from Heaven at number 6. Hardcore Henry at number 5. So this film, everyone seems to love it, mm. has not made money. Really? $5 million. Yeah. That's all it's made. To be fair, it probably didn't cost them that much to make it. Oh, yeah. The effects look pretty well. Well, they're meticulous. <laughs> Bless you. The effects nope, looks, uh, not a bless you. Nope. You're right. You dying? Yeah. No. Um, okay. so yeah. Everybody yeah, loves this film, but it's it's yeah, it's just not made money. Hmm. So all right, which is surprising because it looked like the kind of film that would be a real. Well, it's just system. not at any of the major cinemas. I mean, which seems crazy to it's me. It's all of them around here. 
in Venice. Really? Because, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. In, on the east side, like, I, I could actually, not fucking find it anywhere. Did people, you notice really? that? No, I've, I don't, actually don't want to see it. So. Really? Yeah. Why do you want to see it? I don't know. I just don't know if I could sit through 90 minutes of that. I think that's what people are worried about. So they've, they've called out that people won't go and see it because people are worried it's going to make them nauseous. Um, so they've actually just released the making of to show the efforts he went through to make sure no one ever feels nauseous. And apparently you don't at all. Like it's mm. filmed in a particular yeah. way where it's very, there's special gyros that were made just for the film to keep it stable and smooth so you never feel sick. Yeah, wow. for me, it's not even a nauseous thing. It's just, I don't know if I could engage in that for that long. Well, uh, why try new things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Uh, Cinema should always be in a little fucking box, right? Well, then, exactly. here's one for you, Alex. A number four, my big fat Greek wedding, too. I'm a quarter Greek, actually. At three, Zootopia. Woo! Number Which two, quarter? the box office flop, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Woo! And number one, usurping it by under $200,000. So, really close, the boss. Oh, oh. no, you didn't. So Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Anyone seen that? I only know I don't watch Melissa McCarthy films. Oh, see, I love her. I I think she's so incredible. Um, but this just falls short for me. It looks campy and corny. Do our other films not look campy and corny? <laughs> no, no, really? not necessarily. Well, <laughs> well, the spy was terrible too. But um, <laughs> no, I. I Give me a good, because I've got no problem with her as a person. I just don't like that type of film. Because I don't well, like. You hated. Okay. You hated the wedding. Uh, bridesmaids. bridesmaids. Yeah, he like hated bridesmaids. Oh gosh! Yeah, bridesmaids. How did you hate bridesmaids? I don't find oh that gosh. shit funny. I don't find just Whoa. dumb, like people doing dumb things funny. Well, maybe it's not dumb just because it's not your humor. No, I'm not calling <laughs> it dumb. <laughs> I'm not calling it dumb. I agree with that. I I'm don't saying, find that it's like Will Ferrell humor, but with girls guess. doing it. Well, it's just Will Ferrell. I don't like it when Will Ferrell does it. I don't like it when talented girls do it either. Have you seen Elf? I don't like Elf. How do you don't like Elf when he's eating wait. the pasta? I don't like Will Ferrell. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me stay in your country. <laughs> wait, did you like Stranger? Wait, did you like Stranger Than Fiction? Yeah, Stranger Than Fiction is a good film, but not oh. because of Will Ferrell. But you like Stranger Than Fiction? Yeah. Yeah. I like two Will films he's done. He loves Will Ferrell. I like Stranger Fiction and I like um, Everything Must Die. Talladega Nights. Yeah. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> and he's good like, in Eastbound and Now. Everything Must Go. Everything Must Die. He's great in that. Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I absolutely agree with you. I don't generally find stupidity funny. I don't like. Uh, really? Oh, oh Ali G. What the really? hell? Because you guys laugh at me all the stupid. time. Allergy. Yeah. Allergy. Sasha Baron So yeah, Good all boy. of that crap is retarded to me, and I don't understand it at all. But bridesmaids but was, was not like that. That was like, oh, it was so typically every girl on this planet. Like that's my being problem. stupid. I, but this is, this is a long conversation that I don't really <laughs> want to get into. Okay. But that's my problem. I've actually got no problem with bridesmaids. It's not to my you know sensibilities, right. so that's fine. Um, my problem with it, I got very angry at the time just because it was held up as a feminist film. And I was just like, Fem females serve fucking more than girls basically acting, yeah. doing uh, The Hangover. That's true. And that's yeah. all it was. It was The Hangover. And guess what? Think, yeah, it, it absolutely was. was but why film. is it okay it was for The Hangover? Up as a Who the held it up as a feminist Everybody. No. Because girls weren't getting good roles at that point. And this was an ensemble female cast film. Every, it's not. That's not up for debate. That's everybody. It's I, every I don't feel that review. at all. So why is it okay for The Hangover to be popular but not Bridesmaids? I'm not oh, saying it's not okay was, for it to be popular. Why do you hate you? women, Al? Yeah, I'm saying the exact opposite thing. Yeah, all guys cast Bridesmaids 2. It's called uh, uh, The Men of Honor. 
I'm saying I didn't say it's not okay for it to be big. I'm just saying it's, for me it was disappointing that that's what women were at the time holding up. Right. Of this is a great example of feminist filmmaking, and it's like it's it's yeah, I women think... acting as dumb as men act. No, and for me, good... that doesn't I mean, make look, it. Right. I think okay. I think what Bridesmaid did was it opened up an all female cast yeah, to the it mainstream. It was an important step. But like in terms of filmmaking, it was, who directed it? Paul. Mm. A male. Yeah, Paul Feig. Yeah. yeah. It's a male. I mean, it's not like a feminist film. It right. just features an all-female cast. I'm not. I'm so, just but, saying yeah. what fucking yeah. articles were <laughs> written about it held up as an important feminist film. It was an yeah. important film because, yeah, it was a step. But it was very disappointing for me because I was just like, I don't like it when dudes do this in The Hangover because guess what? It's guys being stupid. When girls do it, somehow it's girls being realistic. It's like, no, it's girls being stupid. And the girls right. I know are not like the girls in Bryce. Like, yeah, the guys yeah. I know are not the guys in Hangover. We've had this debate before. I mean, we can get into it. But I mean, I just, I, I personally think that like people are like, I don't think stupid is funny, but like, I think there's a long history of stupid being funny. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I think stupid I just, is That's funny. just personal taste. I yeah. don't find sure. those things funny. I'm not going to find it funny suddenly because it's cool because girls right. are doing it. Yeah. Right. I, I right. don't find it any right. better when a guy does it. No. But I just don't like guys doing it and I don't like girls doing it. I like, what about my, I like to like my what fucking characters. Cast? I just like, all I like is to like my characters. And I didn't like anyone in Bridesmaids and I didn't like anyone in The Hangover. It's that simple. It doesn't mean there aren't moments that I find right. amusing in them. Right. I found bits of Hangover amusing. I found bits of Bridesmaids amusing. They're fine. Right. But if I don't care about a character, then I don't give a shit. They and needed a like, little actually, more humanity on top of the comedy. And I kind of agree. Huh. There is a hollowness to those films. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. That was a weird time. Make a good, <laughs> make a good point. Yeah. I mean, I like the movie. Well, well, yeah, that's uh, fine. And it had heart, I thought, but it's not. Yeah, there is a certain shallowness to it. It's limited. Yeah, but Definitely. that's that's exactly why you go to see a film like that. You don't yeah. go to see, you know, um, Sean Penn no, 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 acting as an idiot. Yeah, you know what I mean? Me like, it's, like it, there's. There's specific things, I like, specific genres for. You know, I enjoyed reasons. fucking Van Wilder, and that's a worse film than Bridesmaids. But probably why yeah. I liked it more is because, for whatever weird reason that's personal to me, Ryan right. Reynolds and that was more likable as a right. character than any. He had more humanity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though it's a worse. Want to sleep with him? Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah. No, I just snuggle. Not just. Well, yeah, sleep, but no sexual things, just sleeping. What? Uh, yeah, literal. Literal. Do not. Do not believe that. I don't want to see spooning. I saw the pillow. That's the middle of the night. You don't know what's gonna happen. Resting on chests is what I see. Like bare chest or or. Oh like yeah. You guys. You and his. You and his chest. Right? Who sleeps with clothes on? You and his chest or does it alternate? I think it's chest uh, on chest sometimes. Chest on chest. All in agreement. No, because you guys can be laying on your sides and then your chests are touching. You know, because how do we end up here? Just a thigh. Just a thigh. Chest Wait, chest. but what if you put your penis on his thigh and then he puts his on yours? Is that like what penis you think? to thigh, penis to thigh. Yeah. Chest on chest. There's, I know, that's a very... Like, so Kevin Costner. There needs to be oh, yeah. a new, a new um, yeah, number Kevin. sequence for that. Right. Yeah. It's not 69, it's what? Beautiful. 90? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, 99? Trace to the beer bottle. All right, 89. Reeling it back in. Okay. Trace to the beer bottle. Come on, bring it back. Very quickly, just to finish that conversation. Um films that I think are fantastic genuinely that Kevin Costner is the lead in K-Cost JFK uh, mm. it's one of my favorite films of all time yeah but not because of Kevin Costner but okay keep going I think he's perfect for that role it doesn't mean you know he's an incredible actor but it's well cast no no I'm not in any way saying Kevin Costner is an incredible actor I'm just saying he's been very well cast yeah, some yeah, of the best films answer, ever. The Untouchables Ooh, yeah, yeah well that, yeah that is a good one um, I am actually a big fan of Open Range I think that's one of the best westerns ever made um 13 Days is one of my absolute favorites. Um, 
just about just before the Cuban that. Missile Crisis, and it's super. Ah, yeah, very, I didn't very see that. And then there's you know obvious ones which I don't think are actually as good as these, but Dances with Wolves is an excellent film. Um, Bull Durham is actually an excellent film. Any of those in the last five years? No, he hasn't done a good one in a long, long time. No, Although I did like page. his mountain scene in Batman vs Superman. He's just hanging out on top of that. That's like Kevin. Kevin. That was a funny. I thought that was a funny scene. Yeah, it was. Funny movie. You woke up. What the hell? Kevin, watching this too? Is this Everest? So where are we now? What's happening? I don't know, man. It's been a fucking. It is time for the quiz. No, we're not doing the fucking quiz, man. We'll do. Um, I had a box office thing a second ago. We did that. I We've done we that. Just, We're just fine. Let's just let's just quit life, shall we? <laughs> um, Crystal. Yes. I didn't prepare you for this, but okay. are there um, any indie things that you would like to promote at all? Is there anything your friends are doing or you're doing? Um, apps, movies, music, websites. Oh my gosh! There's anything? so much. There's so much. Um, yeah. No. Uh, there's this uh, exciting app um, that is going to be launched in South Korea. And I am the face of it. Oh, um, what? Yeah, it's uh, basically it's it's translators on an Uber platform. So basically, you you pay to have a translator come and teach you English. Oh, you mean on an actual Uber platform? N- no, like on the app platform. So okay. basically, you location wise, you find a tutor, right. an English local, tutor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so that's uh, launching soon. That's cool. Like the tutors roaming around on a map, and then like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're walking. Right they're, me, like, they're walking. Christoph is pondering at his piano. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's, that's what's very it called? Exciting. Uh, well, that's where you should have prepared me. For this. Oh, sorry. Christoph uh, is sorry, sorry, sorry. You, you didn't have what? to bring it up. I'll just uh, yes, I you did. You could have said anything wow. you wanted to. Okay. Wow, uh, way to turn that against her, man. Yeah. I'm a uh, deflector, no. that's what um, I do. I'll send you guys the information later. We're going to start putting annotations on stuff. So so we'll that, and, and that will obviously help our Korean fan base translate this podcast. Because yes. <laughs> now they can call translators exactly. over to the house whilst this is happening. Do you know what brings me joy is the mm. idea of some poor fucker sitting down for three hours <laughs> to wade through <laughs> this drivel and translate it to another language. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's so many big things coming, yeah. but there's not really much I can talk about right now. Fine. Because um, I'm waiting to hear if I get hired. You have your secrets. So, yeah. That's fine. Jesus. We got... Right. We got yeah, secrets. me too. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> They're all at my doorstep. <laughs> It's a crystal. Oh no, not in that way. I'm so no, sorry. No, no, no. I'm that way. No. Man, wow. Nate, <laughs> you think that was a joke. I was Ooh, actually wow. dude. That, that was this totally, is why we don't have guests totally anymore, <laughs> man. Thanks a lot. I'm looking sorry, at you I'm how sorry. I how I look at Will Ferrell. <laughs> With those judgy crystals. eyes. I'm Can so you please sorry. tell us <laughs> what I meant to ask you at the beginning of the podcast? Yeah. I got excited. I'm yes. lost into things. So we like, I guess, to tell five things about themselves. I might even cut this and put it at the beginning. Yeah. Just do a good edit. Really yeah. But then I've got to do it with the video and I'm, I get tired. I'm sleepy. I'm very well, why do you have to, why does the, the video have the to video match up with the podcast? Yeah. It could oh. actually be separate. And Interesting. That, so yeah. if you're watching the video version, you're getting the real version. Deal. Yeah. The audio version will get someone to if cut down made to it 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So they'll, uh, they'll be like, oh, right. the podcast was good. Wait, this video's like 
fucking two hours <laughs> long. Let's get it down 20. You're still with us on the video. Hey, still with the real thing. Thank I feel this is just where we live now. I feel in this <laughs> perpetual I'm conversation. Sure get up. I'm not sure. I know we're trapped here. We are glued down. Should we just do next week? It or? is never going like, We've probably got new news coming by now. So, <laughs> shall we come? Um, so next week, in a couple of days, well, tomorrow, I'm going to South Dakota. I won't be around for the next couple of weeks. I might do a podcast remotely. We're going to talk about it, but we'll definitely still have a podcast coming every Tuesday. Uh, you can go Tuesday. and check us out on all the social medias, on everything, on our URL, on our main website, watch our movies. We are Tessellate. That is what it is. We are Tessellate. Two S's, two L's on everything. Uh, please go to iTunes, type that thing in. Tessellate's the easiest way to do it. Type is, type in Tessellate and Geeks. We'll pop right up there. Subscribe to us. Leave some ratings. Leave us some reviews. Um, and, uh, we, you know, other things. We've got some exciting stuff coming up other than your Games of Thrones. So don't forget about that. So as soon as that goes up, um, go on iTunes, type in Tessellate and Game of Thrones. Hit that subscribe button. Yeah, click, click, click the little subscribe button. I had something else to, to say that was exciting. That was gonna happen. Happy remember. birthday, Nate! Woo! It's not my birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so not funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck! I really have forgotten. I had something good, important to say. I'll just have to splice it in later. <laughs> I guess <laughs> in this little hole right uh, here. Happy quinceanera, Alex. Happy what? Thank I you. don't know how to win this now. Just it's say geeks so all your geeks and we'll turn the camera off. Crystal, and... thank you very much for being yeah. our special guest thank this week. Thank you. Thank you so much. Putting up with us. Uh, Justin, Alex, Nate, it's been a pleasure. I look Peace. forward to seeing you all in a few weeks' time. Geeks! 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 And we're out. Oh my God. Holy shit. Jesus mm. Christ. It's like mm. the end of Army of Darkness when he emerges. <laughs> and the city what time is, is it? Oh, I don't, it's tomorrow. <laughs> it's <early> morning. <laughs>